Well, that's how you check that? What? Oh, I can do this. Oh, yeah, that works. <laughs> as long as I can hear myself. I can hear the echo. But now, I also have an open ear. That sounds crazy with the lag. Because you're like call and response. It's a beat off. So like, <laughs> it's like one step behind. It's a lot. You could chant. You could harmonize with yourself with the same note. With the same note. Yeah, it sounds fun. Hello, podcast. Hello. It's now. I just remember because it's on the other screen. It's not going to be listed twice on everything. Oh, yeah. It wasn't on everything. It was just iTunes. On iTunes. Spotify people don't know what's going on. For some reason, our podcast was indeed listed as two separate podcasts with the exact same name, art, and episode lists twice in iTunes. It would upload to both? It would upload to both. We didn't do that. No, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't a ploy for more distribution. <laughs> I just wanted to. Well, hello, podcast. Today we are still in my bedroom. But yes. we've got a different setup going on now. <laughs> I hope that picked it up. We've got two mics now, because before we were recording on one. Yeah, not in the, the building. Oh, yeah, no, here. still never there. Yeah. This is our first time ever recording with headphones on. We usually just hope that it's no, okay. No, literally. And I was Googling it today. I was like, hmm, should I record with headphones? And the first thing was, the first thing that popped up was how to kill a podcast, not wearing headphones while you record. And I was like, oh, bold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, worm. <laughs> I guess I need to be wearing headphones. So yeah, we're trying it. It's interesting. There's a slight echo. And mine lags. Yeah, I'll bring my Xbox one last time. Not the not the Xbox. She can deliver noise well. It did sound like I was in a microwave. It, I was about to say that the fact that we legitimately recorded episodes, multiple episodes of our podcast through an Xbox mic headset. Look. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do. And we can't control those things in our life. We just have to roll with the bunches. Okay. 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 It was 20 bucks. I can't help <laughs> Like I can't help it. But yeah. Okay. How are you? I am, well, I have chocolate milk here with me. Oh, is that the guest? Yes. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> For the visual, Emily really just opened the chocolate milk and slammed the top onto it twice just so that you could hear it. Yep. I did. So that it could be present for you today. So the Halloween Borden's chocolate milk for the visual. What makes it Halloween? It's got a spider web. That's it? It's, it's Halloween colors. It's got a spider web and a spider. A working man. A bat. It's so it's just the label? Yeah. It just tastes like chocolate milk. Okay. What are you 
Couldn't have made it like pumpkin or something. You want pumpkin chocolate milk? I don't know if you're going to make it Halloween. It's Dutch chocolate milk. It's like during Pride Month when everything is rainbow. I love that Skittles wasn't. That was just so funny. But they're already rainbow. What else would they have done? What they did. They took away the rainbow. Did they? Yeah, Skittles were all white. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, they said there's only one rainbow that matters this month. So they Skittles is so cute. It was fun. And all of the Skittles were all white. And the packaging was all white. Why gotta be white? That's a little racist. That's still all the colors. Yeah. Because white's all the colors. <gasps> so it was still a rainbow. I caught you, Skittles. I caught you. Worm. Worm. We went to a haunted house last night. <gasps> we did do that. Yeah. It was very fun. I pushed Emily in front of me. I was the front of the line. Yeah. Of seven people. There was a point. So when scary things happened in the back, I just got pushed. Yeah, no, literally. There was a point where this guy with a... Because Emily, Emily was the front and I was the second in line. There was this point where a guy with a like one of those little like circular saws like rounded on us and backed us into a corner and i legitimately grabbed emily by the belt loops and held her in front of me <laughs> like, i was just gonna be sacrificed she just said bye <laughs> i didn't want to die <laughs> and then he told me to get into the coffin and i almost did <laughs> just because like I, I wanted to follow instructions <laughs> like <laughs> there were so many times where it was just pitch black i rounded a corner and couldn't see and i was like if if i fall seven or six more people are gonna just trip over me <laughs> and fall on top it would be terribly terribly funny it would have there was a an actor a scare actor who her whole thing was like to stand at the door and kind of like tell us to keep walking but like in a very like condescending spooky witchy way. spooky way and um my nervous ass like i talk when i'm nervous so i was like you're so pretty and then she looked at me and said i know i'm pretty now keep walking and while you were doing that i was going mommy, mommy sorry sorry mommy, mommy sorry sorry <laughs> there was also this guy who jumped on top of a car and the whole time we had to walk around the entirety of the car man's is like hissing at us and like biting at us and all this shit and i'm going mommy sorry mommy sorry mommy sorry mommy sorry my favorite was the one in the cave who like jumped down from the ceiling oh of the cave my god and just screamed wonderful was that when i fell no you fell in in a wooden room it was very dark and there was a coffin on the side of us and then coffins on the wall mm -hmm. and someone dropped from the ceiling and landed on the coffin and like lunged out because oh, they yeah. climbed down from on top of one of the other coffins and like was a spider person it was a lot and you hit the ground. <laughs> you just, you were gone. I did. I didn't think I could get back up. I was so scared. <laughs> it was frightening. It was good, though. It came down fast. <laughs> the way you just whipped around and looked at the screen. <laughs> I really, it's not supposed to hit red. But am I just loud? It's fine. Everything's I think, fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. It was obnoxious. Let us know if it's not fine. Let us know. <laughs> I edit this. <laughs> it will be fine when they hear it because I'm going to make it fine. Oh. Never mind. Don't clip that. 
I just turned my gain down a little bit, so if my voice changed, that's why. It's because I told the mic to stop picking up as much of it. <laughs> what else happened? Tonight we're watching Ice Age. All five. Yes. If we can make it. We will. We played Overcooked. We did. That was fun. Dream Team is me, Emily, and Lux. Yes. We're pretty good. Really good. We don't need a fourth person. We really do not. We're too it, good. It's the peak. They just get in the way. At this point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? What else? I took a spin class this week. You know that, but the podcast doesn't. It was painful. I made Errol go with me. It was a lot. I took four tests. I took three. How did your tests go? Were they midterms or just tests? Some of them were midterms, and then some of my classes, it's a, it's a midterm, but it's worth the same as an exam. Oh, okay. So, like, it was the midterm, but it wasn't. Right. It was midway through the term. Yeah, that's it. It doesn't have any more weight than the other tests or anything. How unfortunate. Yeah. I had to, like stay up till four most mornings and study for the test the next day so like stayed up for chemistry then woke up at eight and took a chemistry test kind of deal and that was fun it wasn't i made a sweater though i dropped my phone okay so what else just happened this week hmm let's see um i went to six flags you did do that. Uh, like two weeks ago, though. You went to Six Flags and Ikea. And Ikea. Ikea's magical. It's my first time in Ikea. Ikea was the superior amusement park. It was crazy. Out Between of Ikea and Six Flags? No, it's, it was always going to be Ikea. <laughs> um, no, Six Flags was really cool. Um, we got to ride a lot of the rides, too. We got there as it opened. Mm-hmm. So, and it was... Uh, Thursday so it didn't open until six o'clock and we were there like five and they started letting people in mm-hmm. early and then you could only go so far into the parks and you got stopped by a rope but we were there for the Six Flags rope drop that's cool and we got to ride a ton of stuff since we were there early mm-hmm. the first three rides we did we walked right on oh shit in the we didn't have any bad waits. I think one was like 20 minutes. See, I haven't been to a Six Flags since I lived in Massachusetts. I think this was my first time. Really? At Six Flags. If I've been before, I didn't remember. Mm. So like I would have been really little, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time I went to Six Flags and it was great. But you're like a Disney kid. I did go to Disney a lot. I was very yeah. lucky. I went like twice a year for a second there. You you were going to, like, the Halloween events and then also doing, like, a summer trip, right? Or you'd go to Florida or something. Yeah, we would go to the beach in the the RV. Mm -hmm. And then for three years, we did the, like, two days at Disney Mm -hmm. for Halloween. Bold. It was fun. You went as Sora. I did go as Sora. Did you see that Sora is the new character in Smash? You're joking. No. I I did not see that. I'm about to main Sora. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I didn't. I love those games. See, I do not. 
You don't like Kingdom Hearts? I've never played a single Kingdom Hearts game. It's the, so confusing. That. Love the, it. The only thing I know about Kingdom Hearts are TikToks making fun of how confusing and convoluted it's bad. it is. It's bad. Give me a give me a taste. How bad? Okay. So for any given character, I keep hearing the echo. For any given character, there's at least five different versions. Because you have... <laughs> and then... So, you know, like, Sora has a nobody. Well, there's this guy. A what? A what? Okay, we won't get into the terminology because that's a lot. I have about a sketchbook full. I just, one day, it took many, many days. It wasn't just one day. I broke down, like, the timeline of it. It took a whole sketchbook. Like, you have to, it's so convoluted. So, like, this sounds, were you on crack? maybe (laughs) there's like dreamscapes at one point they're in the computer there's this one guy there's a computer what is this game a lot it's a lot i thought it was like fantasy but with disney characters Mm. i mean at the very like the the tip of the iceberg and by tip i mean like the first centimeter yes that's what it is but (laughs) but I'm trying to think of a good example with, that wouldn't take me two hours to explain. So, like, Sora. You know Sora. He can keep other people's, like, life force in his heart. And then, like, some people don't have hearts. The heartless. Okay. <laughs> you see, you see. At one point, Sora has three people in his heart. What, when, when they're in his heart, what happens? They're like, it's their life force, not their body. So he's like protecting it. He's carrying their heart while they're going through something. So can they help him? They can kind of like send him message. They can't talk. I like points. It's so hard so to explain. So he's just a human RV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then there's so many characters, uh, Ventus and Vanitas, I think is how you say it. Like, the names are super close, and they also, like, one's the bad version of the same person. Uh, then there's Ventus and Roxas look almost identical. Roxas is the one I know about. Mm-hmm. He's the hot one, right? The one that everyone simps over? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Was then... he the one with the ice cream? No, that's Axel. Axel the other one mm-hmm. are they friends yes okay best buds that's all i know about kingdom hearts <laughs> is axel and roxas are friends and they eat ice cream together and it's salted ice cream yes and it's blue mm-hmm. and they sit on the roof and they eat their ice cream and that's all i know because two of our favorite cosplayers cosplayed them yep yep mm-hmm. that was the extent of the digging <laughs> that's that's as far as you i went. googled that's names. as far as you should go it like comes to, it's it's the battle between light and dark and there's a lot of like weird one's not supposed to win like it's supposed to always be a battle kind of thing but at at the point of the game someone's winning um and so it's like trying to balance it again it i don't know whack I don't know. Everything I couldn't explain it without black. saying words you didn't understand and then have to explain those. Valid. That carries. 
there's like a cult that starts it all. They all have hoods on. If you know, you know, but I'm part of that. <laughs> cult shit? yourself. So interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Should we start? This is a podcast. <laughs> Hi. This is episode 27 of the Morbid and Mundane. I don't know when this episode goes out. This episode will go out on a day. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. <laughs> yeah. It'll go out at some point. There will be an episode. If you're Spotify. hearing it, it went out. Oh, yeah. Excellent point. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, what you got? Okay, so there was a bit of a conundrum. What does that mean? <laughs> so I, I picked this topic, as one does, like mm-hmm. a month ago. And I put it on a Google Doc, and I said, when I get to this episode, because it's my next true crime, I'm going to do this topic. And then I started doing it and realized that it definitely should have been a ghost story. Oh. Um, but it's still interesting. It's just definitely, like, towing the line. Got it. Okay. And I was very nervous that you knew about it. And you probably do. Because um, a movie just came out about it. The Conjuring 3. Mm-hmm. The Devil Made Me Do It. Do you know what I'm talking about today? What are you talking about today? The devil made me do it case. The court case that inspired The Conjuring 3. Uh, The first time in U.S. history that demonic possession was used in a courtroom as a defense. So cool. Yeah. Mans argued not guilty by reason of demonic possession. Straight (laughs) up. What a statement. No, literally. So... The overview is that this guy, his name is Arnie Cheyenne Johnson, um, brutally murders his landlord. But when the case goes to trial, um, he argues that he was possessed and therefore could not be held accountable. Because it was a demon. I mean, go for it. (laughs) Go for it. Um, This case is also, you guessed it, uh, part of the Conjuring franchise, which means it involves the Warrens. Yeah, but this this case is the first time I haven't, like, trusted the Warrens. Like, some shit goes down. Really? And it's kind of sketchy. And huh. it definitely calls some of their practices into question. That's fun. Which is a, a whole lot. Um, so, I'm gonna cover, I'm gonna hit some notes. So, the first thing. So, Arnie, um, I'm... Yeah, it's too much. I just don't want to, like, miss something. Oh, the echo? Yeah. yeah okay. Um, so, Arnie Cheyenne Johnson, um, he had this girlfriend, right? Her name is Debbie Glatzel. Um, they, they'd known each other for a really long time. Um, like, I think they, but there's a weird age gap there. But, like, they're together like, mm-hmm. to this day. So, can I really call it into question? Um, she knew him when he was, like, 12. But they end up getting engaged. He's 19 and she's 26. Okay. Um, they're super in love. They're still together today. They're married now. He says it was love at first sight. 
Um, he didn't ask her out when he was 12. He waited until he was, like, 17. And okay. then she said yes. Um, so they decide to move in together in May of 1980. So they find this little, like, rental property that they like. It's just kind of, it needs some cleaning up. So they end up moving in with Debbie's mom, who lives close to the rental property, and then they go and work on the property. Um, okay. Yeah. So the the rental property is owned by a man named Alan Bono, who also owns the dog kennel that Debbie ends up working at. Got it. So those are all of our major players, other than Debbie also has a little brother uh, named David. Okay. So those are all of our, like, key, key players. So they, one day, head over to this rental property to start working on it in the May of 1980. Um, though I did see a report also say it was July. So somewhere in that, like, two-month period. Yeah. Um, they started working on this rental property, and the, the previous tenants had left the bed in the master bedroom. One report said it was a waterbed. Hmm. But this bed was the only thing that was left in the property. Every, all, all the other furniture was gone. Um, Interesting. I didn't think it was weird, terribly. Like, people leave furniture all, all the, the time. All the time, yeah. But M on That's Why We Drink said that there was, like, some reenactment, some dramatized version of this case on a show called The Haunting, and they made the bed, like, a really big deal. So... But I didn't find anything other than that. Um, so one day they're coming over to clean and David, the brother, who is 11, was sent into the master bedroom to clean. All right. He goes into the master bedroom and is thrown from the floor onto the bed. Huh. Yeah. Picked up by some invisible force and thrown. Onto the maybe water bed. Onto the bed that might have been a water bed. Got it. And he says that he was pushed by an old man who was wearing a torn plaid shirt and blue jeans. Um, and then David said that the man pointed at him and said to beware and that he would hurt anyone that moved onto the property. Oh. So David, like, scurries back to his, his sister and his mother um, because, oh, side note, the mom's name is Judy. Um, Hello, Judy. He scurries back to the family and is like, hey, yo, I was just, like, assaulted. And they were like, <laughs> you just don't want to clean. Like, shut <laughs> up. No one believed this kid. Um, rest in peace, David? No, literally rest in peace, David. But, I mean, the rest of the day, though, goes on. It's pretty uneventful. Like, David doesn't, I couldn't find any reports that that day he saw the man again. Um. It was just that he was thrown and he was warned. When he went home, though, was a different story. So did the old man follow him? Mm-hmm. That's that's so bad. I don't like that. Yeah. So that evening, he goes home um, to Debbie's mom's house, his mom's house, because um, they have the same mom because they're siblings. Ah. Wow. <laughs> so they, he goes home, and David saw the man again but this time he said uh the man changed he had burnt skin um and said he'd take david's soul and he's also speaking latin 
Did David understand the I'm unclear. <laughs> unclear as if to the, the soul-stealing threat was in Latin? Um, yeah. David then nicknamed him the Beast. That's fun. David's creative. <laughs> okay. I can get behind that. Um, and this is the beginning of the end. Because for the next oh. few months, David is brutally tormented. Oh, no. Regularly regularly <laughs> um but specifically this summer in 1980 uh david would repeatedly c- encounter this old man who would torment him he didn't even move in it was his sister well this is not even at the rental property anymore that's what i'm saying this but he was like david. don't move here oh yeah and then just keeps haunting david <laughs> specifically david yeah as if he was the one who signed the lease um, so the encounters over time only get more frequent, more violent. Um, so at first, it's like nightmares. It's kind of like a night terror situation. He wakes up screaming and all that jazz. Yeah. But eventually he starts seeing the man everywhere. Ooh. Like during the day, in rooms full of people. Like this is just something that's following him. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would wake up crying hysterically, describing visions of a, quote, Man with big black eyes, a thin face with animal features, and jagged teeth, pointed ears, horns, and hooves. Oh. Um, so David, at this point, goes from, like, a pretty outgoing, bubbly kid to, like, super quiet and shy. Understandable. Like, he, yeah. And the family also started hearing noises from the attic. Never mentioned again. <laughs> But there's just a whole lot happening yeah. at this point. Um, Even if it was a squirrel, not going to help David that. going. Yeah. There's also, like, scratches and bruises all over him. Ugh. Um, so, he's also, uh, so, he's also waking up every 30 minutes with seizures. Oh. Um, and the family said they essentially had to start working in shifts. To either stay up with David or hold him down so that he couldn't hurt himself in his sleep. That's crazy. No, yeah. This kid is just being brutally targeted. <laughs> um, he was 12 by this point also. Like, oh, he had a birthday with the old man. Um, oh, there was also a report that he like tried to stab his grandmother with a knife, but I couldn't find anything else. But this was apparently like in there. Just sprinkled in. Um, the quote, though, is that he would kick, bite, spit, and swear terrible words. He experienced strangling attempts by invisible hands, which he tried to pull from his neck, and powerful forces would flop him randomly head to toe like a rag doll. Ugh. They'd just pick him up and fucking shake him <laughs> like a snow globe. <laughs> like a skin suit. Like, this poor kid is just being brutalized. Um, so before long, the family, um, so his mom is, like, a big believer in ghosts in the supernatural. Oh. Um, and she thinks David is being haunted. Which, okay, Judy. A casual little haunting. Right. You know. But. Snow globe, your kid. She goes to, um priests at a nearby church to try and get like her home blessed um and they went through multiple pastors in town um but they couldn't do anything 
like nothing was helping David, so they advised Judy to seek out the Warrens. Fun. Um, so at this point, don't forget our main character, Arnie. Arnie is living with the family at this point. He's trying to help out as best he can, but like, I mean, you can't really do much if the kids just possess. There. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, David, oh, also he started hissing. David? Yeah. David I was just, hissing. No, David was hissing. I just completely glossed over that in my list of shit that this kid was subjected <laughs> to. He was hissing and then also speaking in strange voices and quoting Paradise Lost and mm-hmm. the Bible. He's 12. How do you casually recite passages from Paradise Lost? Yeah, that's a lot. Was he? Re- did he go to, like, Catholic school or something? I don't fucking know. Even then. Even then, I would be, like, Full passages strange, from but... Paradise Lost? Um, but yeah, so, no one else at this point also has seen the old man at all. But David sees him everywhere. That's so weird. Um, and so, all of this, everything that I've just listed, 12 days. <laughs> That all happened over the course of 12 days. I really thought we had like a month or two. Mm-mm. By the end of day 12, they reached out to the Warrens. So it does take, this story does take place over a few months, but it's just the involvement of the Warrens are like the second chapter. Got it. But like, it's, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot to go through in 12 days. So Ed and Lorraine are reached out to and... I need to scroll. So the warrant. So this story happens in Connecticut. I don't know if I mentioned that it's Brooksfield, Connecticut. Um, and the Warrens actually lived in Monroe, Connecticut, so they lived pretty close. So this is the first bit that some people get skeptical about. Okay, because Debbie and Judy were both paranormal fans. Who were fans of the Warrens. Yeah. So it brings some things into question about whether any of this was real. Um, a lot of people think that David had mental health issues and some sort of disability, maybe schizophrenia or something like that. And instead of taking him to get medical help, um, they called the Warrens because they yeah. enjoyed them. Um, some people are of, of that opinion, and then the family often refutes it by saying, we, we took him to a psychiatrist, but we don't know. Yeah, we can't um, prove that. The initial visits with the Warrens, though, Lorraine talked about this case a lot before she passed. So, the initial visit with the Warrens, Lauren said, Lor- 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 I definitely just mashed Lorraine and Warren and got <laughs> Lauren. Um... <laughs> So, in the initial visit with the Warrens, Lorraine said she saw a black, misty figure hovering near David. And as soon as she sees this figure, David has one of the choking fits. Where he starts, like, tugging at his neck like someone's trying to choke him. And then red marks appeared on his skin. Um, She would also say that David would be doodling, like, concentrating on his drawings and when he'd look up, he'd, quote, no longer be an 11-year-old boy. Oh, <laughs> that's a sense. Um, 
So the Warrens were like really troubled by whatever they saw in David to the point that they concluded this was clearly a case of demonic possession. Immediately. Um, so originally, like I said, Judy's mom believed it was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Warrens were the ones who were like, no, 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 no. This is definitely not a ghost. This kid's being picked up and thrown. Like, he's being choked. Um, ghosts don't have a BDSM king. <laughs> this is a demon. Um, psychiatrists who investigated the case after claimed that David merely had a learning disability. So skepticism. Um, so the family, along with the Warrens, then proceeded to petition the church for exorcism. Because they wanted a formal exorcism performed on David. Um, uh, the Warrens actually did bring someone with them. He was a Catholic clergyman named Reverend Francis. Allegedly, he'd worked with them before, but the church will neither confirm nor deny any involvement. I've, I, think, I think I've heard that, though, that yeah. Francis had worked with them often. Um, but David, according to Lorraine, the Catholic Church did participate in, in David's investigation, exorcism, whatever. Um, Lorraine said a total of six priests participated in three lower exorcisms that were performed on the boy. One allegedly took place at uh, St. Joseph's Catholic Church with four priests in attendance. Um, and according to her, everyone in the room agreed that David was possessed. Huh. Um, quote, it wasn't just Ed and I. The cream of the Catholic Church was involved and there was tremendous documentation. But the Catholic Church will not confirm yeah. anything that went on with this case. So this process goes on for days. Um, according to the, those present, uh, the demon was eventually exercised from the child. So the, That's good. Right. So the Warrens claimed that over the course of three exorcisms, David levitated, cursed, and stopped breathing. Uh-oh. Um, according to Lorraine, the quote is, David made numerous references to murders and stabbings. We were sitting on a power keg. Like, this kid was, like, losing it. Um, Jesus. At one point, they said he levitated. Uh, so, members of his family would said that David would, they knew that something would take him over when he would lower his head, and then when he'd raise it up again, it would just be the whites of his eyes. Ooh. Yeah. And that's, like, he would start snarling, and this is what they referred to as the beast. Which was the His man. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and he would also laugh in a voice that wasn't his whenever this supposed beast took over. Um, his mother also said that uh, plates levitated, rocking chairs flew through the air, and a toy dinosaur walked around. Nice. Magic. <laughs> Straight up something from a Harry Potter book. The devil was playing with the toy dinosaur. The devil wears Prada. Um, so, Ed said that 43 demons were inside of David. Oh. Yeah. Not just one guy? No. They said it was 43. According to Ed, um, they demanded names and, quote, David gave us 43. Oh. Yeah. Um. 
So, Father Where Nicholas... Where did he find that? Like, what was David doing that he got 43? No, I don't know. Some One report also said that it was 43 demons and two devils. What? Right. That's a... <laughs> two? That's more than a college class. <laughs> My class has a max of like 30. 45 demons. Well, 43 and two devils. Where did the two devils go? I don't know. What the fuck is the difference? <laughs> like, but... So, according to... Father Nicholas Greco, he's the diocese of Bridgeport at the time, um, while the situation with David was happening, he said no exorcism was ever performed, um, and that the that this they were never performed because the family would not put David through the necessary psychological tests. Because apparently, according to have a, 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 in order to have an exorcism, you have to be put through like an assessment. To make sure you're not mentally ill, you're just possessed. And apparently, according to him, the family wouldn't allow that to happen. Oh. The, yeah. So, so that's another, like, tack against them, that David was, like, sick. And they didn't get help. Right. But then where's this report of the four? Right. That's so weird that there's, like... And it's also, the church will not confirm anything, but they will not deny it. Like, this is the Diocese of Bridgeport saying nothing happened, but the church will not admit if any of their clergymen actually participated. On a side. Right. Like, God only knows. Literally. Everybody's being shady. Literally, God only knows. (laughs) Anyway. So, while this was happening, these exorcisms, David allegedly predicted a murder. Uh, that's a lot. Um, yeah. Um, after this, after this prediction, the Warrens actually went to the local police to tell them that this kid was predicting a violent incident. Um, and reminded you once again, David is not the main character. Yeah. David is the preamble. Yeah. Um. That's what I'm waiting for. (laughs) Arnie comes in here because he starts taunting the demon. Why, Arnie? Because he's a psycho. Um, he starts... So some reports were that he was, like, taunting them and, like, trying to... Make something happen? More like harass? Hmm. Like, he was... I, I mean, I don't really know how to explain it other than, like, a taunt. Like, he was being a dick. And then some reports say that he was telling the demons to come into him instead. Like, saying that he was bigger and he was stronger. Like, leave the kid alone. Oh, like, no, 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 come get me. Right. Exactly. Um, so one of the quotes is actually, take me on, leave my little buddy alone. <laughs> little buddy. Little buddy. <laughs> In one report, they called him little lad. <laughs> <laughs> Not little lad. Berries and cream, berries and cream. Um, but... There's also one quote where allegedly, um... Arnie said that he could fight the demons, and David, who could see them, said uh, that they were all laughing at him. Get sauced on. <laughs> Get absolutely brutally fucked. <laughs> like, um, but yeah. Uh, but they're also important to note that 
there seemed to be no evidence of this at the time. Like, that anything entered him. And then there also was an important note that this is reminiscent of a scene from The Exorcist. Which Debbie and Judy liked. Yeah. So, another point against them, but who knows. Um, a few days later, though, he did get into a pretty bad car accident. Arnie, not David. Okay. Um, he gets into a pretty bad car accident, and he loses control of the vehicle. Um, his testimony is that he essentially watched the car drive itself into a tree. Like, Uh-oh. he couldn't do anything about it. Um, a few days after that, he and Debbie go back to the rental property, um, and he was looking out the window that faced a well. and. The Warrens had warned him not to go near it. Important note. <laughs> Specifically the well. Well, so this was one of the places that David allegedly saw the old man. Okay. So they told him don't go anywhere near where David has potentially seen these demons because you definitely, like, dared them to fuck you up. And they <laughs> will. <laughs> not recommended, but... Uh, 10 out of 10 do not recommend that you get ass-fucked by a demon <laughs> because you decided to dare it to ass-fuck you. Like, don't do that. Um, so, he looks out the window, and Debbie says that he fell into a trance. Uh-oh. And that he, he said, there he is, the beast, there he is. Ugh. Um, allegedly, the beast was peeking over the edge of the well. Like, just the eyes. That's cool. No. <laughs> no. Does, does Arnie remember saying this or, like, seeing this? So, um, he started growling. Oh. And Debbie slapped him. <laughs> Good but on Debbie. Good on Debbie. Didn't work. Never mind. Um, and this is when Debbie says he became possessed. So according to him, according to Arnie, he made eye contact with the beast. So he remembers it to an extent. He makes eye contact with the beast, and that is the last time he had true bodily autonomy. Oh. Yeah. He he allowed him in. Have you seen that clip? I saw the clip on TikTok. I didn't actually go watch the short film because it scared me. But it was that woman on the train. Do you know what I'm talking about? Keep going, keep going. There was a guy, and it, it just, the camera just keeps peeking <gasps> into the aisle. No, I know what you're talking and about. And at first, he's, like, looking, mm-hmm. and then he, like, jumps. That's what this reminded me of, for some reason. The way he, like, peeks around, that's what I'm picturing with the beast. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the eyes. Um, We should watch that. I'm down. I'm not. <laughs> you suggested it. Anyway. um, So, he said he doesn't remember much. But Debbie said that he showed multiple different signs of possession. Like, he was freaking out at mass. Um, She would hear two voices come out of him. Like, it was a whole thing. Something. The flu. And then, a few months later, Arnie Cheyenne Johnson commits the first murder ever in Brooksfield, Connecticut. What a title. Yeah. The first murder in 193 years. Nobody? Nobody. The first murder <laughs> ever in Brooksfield, Connecticut. Ever. No one. Was committed by this man. You're telling me that no I'm one? about to tell you about. 
I can't get that. I'm like stuck there. <laughs> what do you mean nobody? So somebody did, and just, it didn't no, didn't get caught. <laughs> I can't believe this. That's insane. So Debbie, like I said earlier, worked for their landlord, yeah. Alan Bono, um, as a dog groomer at the Brooksfield Pet Motel. So she and Arnie were renting that adjacent property, and that's what they were fixing up. Um, Alan becomes their landlord, Debbie's boss, and sort of a friend. Like, he'd he'd been notorious for, like, going out to, like, get dinner with the couple. Like, he was friendly with them. Seems like a very friendly place if nobody was murdered in 200 years. That. Um, so, they also, there was other reports that Arnie was, like, would call out of sick at like call in sick at work sometimes just to go visit Debbie at the the kennel where she was working mm-hmm. and that they'd like the three of them would just like go get lunch together like that was the kind of relationship they had with him very fun um and this is what happens on February 16th 1981 so Arnie calls out of work and goes to visit Debbie at the kennel and he brings with him his two sister sisters 15 year old Wanda 13 year old Janice Okay. And then he also has Debbie's nine-year-old cousin Mary with him. Why the entourage? Presumably he was bringing the children to play with the dogs at the kennel. Okay. So it was like he was watching them or something and he brought them with them to play with all the puppies. And then Alan offered to take all of them out to lunch. Nice. Why the entourage? <laughs> <laughs> so they go out to eat. Um. And reportedly at this lunch, Alan drank a lot. Conflicting reports as to whether Alcohol? or not. Yes. Okay. Whether or not Arnie was drinking with him. Okay. Don't know. Some reports say he was. Some say he wasn't. We just know Alan was. Um, so at 6.30, Alan and Arnie get into like a vicious argument. Hmm. And Alan was drunk and agitated. And before Debbie and Arnie could kind of grab the girls to get them out of there, um, he grabbed Mary, the youngest cousin, Who the grabbed? nine-year-old. Alan, the drunk guy. Yeah, yeah. He grabs Mary and won't let her go. Wait, I thought... Wait, I'm getting the A names confused. No, it was run me it back, too. Run it back. I will confirm. <laughs> so, Arnie... Our main character. Was he the one drinking a ton? Okay, got it. Alan was. Yeah. So Alan was the one who took them out to lunch. Landlord. Got it. Was drinking a shit ton, and we know that. Arnie may or may not have been drinking with him. Got it. They did get into an argument. It was Alan who grabbed the youngest girl, Mary. Nine. Nine. And wouldn't let her go. Uh Uh-oh. Um, it's actually the other, the, the oldest sister, the 15 year old Wanda also is, um, gives a lot of like recollection about this event cause she was right there. So she also testifies to some of this. Um, so Debbie tries to get Mary from Alan, mm-hmm. um, and sort of like, because there was also a point, um, unclear as to when but debbie said that at some point arnie just kind of left 
and he went into like a trance essentially like they were still like fighting but when alan grabbed the girl he didn't like make a move initially um it was debbie who kind of had to step forward to try and get mary out of the way um and then wanda was the the oldest sister i know it's a lot of names no you're good now is like grabbing on to arnie to try and like get him to help okay um she says that oh the quote is he was like stone i couldn't budge him is what wanda said um so wanda also says she heard arnie growling like an animal and she saw something flash in the air and then she says it just stopped um and when it was over arnie walks into the woods staring straight ahead and alan just stands there stood there that is for a long moment or two before he fell flat onto his face and lay on the ground not far from him was a pocket knife with a five inch blade that arnie had always carried so i know that this is kind of confusing because it confused me yeah when i read it initially because it's kind of putting everybody where they're they are in space was weird for me so from what i understand they're getting into this argument and then at some point is when the possession allegedly took place and arnie doesn't remember anything from that point on arnie says the last thing he remembers is that they were arguing do you know over what no okay um conflicting reports i'll get to that in a second but at some point they're arguing he grabs the youngest girl and arnie who is still like stood there his little sister is like trying to shake him out of his stupor to get him to help um at some point he manages to stab alan um and walk away he walks into the woods dude yeah yeah um so the police arrested him about an hour later and when he's arrested he said that they'd been fighting over debbie but there was no proof of that fighting like i don't know i really don't huh um so alan landlord was stabbed multiple times in the chest and stomach and then left to bleed to death Mm -hmm. um he died from four or five tremendous wounds um one of which extended from his stomach to the base of his heart so he stabbed and dragged up that's a lot um were all the like little kids watching this happen presumably but i mean it's also the the one we have the most testimony from is wanda and wanda saw them and wanda says there was a there flash. was a flash he walked into the woods alan stood there for a second and then passed out but this is also the brain of a 15 year old who Could may have, have just trauma tra- blocked yeah it. um because she's remembering it how she remembered it mm-hmm. so um the police chief at the time said it wasn't an unusual crime somebody got angry and an argument resulted is what he says um alan bono dies hours later in the in the hospital um arnie is arrested and at first glance the killing is completely like cut and dry yeah they get into a fight 
He stabs him. He dies. Not an assault. Mans is dead. Um, so this murder, once it became a murder and not just a stabbing, uh, was the first in Brooksfield history. Arnie was arrested and held at Bridgeport Correctional Center on a bail of $125,000. Um, originally the police wanted it to be an open and shut case, and then the Warrens heard about it and begged them to go deeper, um, especially because David testified that in his vision when he was getting exercised, he had seen the beast enter Arnie and commit a crime, a violent crime. So with the Warrens and David behind him, this case goes down in history. (laughs) The murder trial begins. October 28th, 1981. Connecticut Superior Court in Danbury. Got it. Which just sounds whimsical. Danbury. <laughs> His attorney is a 33-year-old named Martin Manella. Um, he said that he believed the stab wounds were too deep to have been done by human hands. Um, he also told the paper that the pe- the, the demonic possession case wasn't something he came up with it was introduced to him by the warrens the warrens were the ones who advocated for him to take this stance the quote was i didn't come up with this this is what was presented to me i went to see ed and lorraine and i decided to take this case after talking to them they told me when you're possessed you have no control over your actions and that stuck in my mind ahead of the trial martin manella goes to england Because there were two previous cases of lawyers working with demonic possession cases. Those two had not gone to to trial, but there was... He was looking for a precedent. Yeah. He was looking for something that he could bring the judge. Um, He was also planning to put exorcism specialists on the stand. He wanted to subpoena priests. Like, he wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And... He mentioned, though, that there was, before the trial, there was already movie studios in the area who were interested in the case, which Lorraine Warren confirms. That's weird. Her her quote, will we have a book written about this? She rhetorically asks, yes, we will. Will we lecture about it? Yes, we will. Our agents at William Morris Agency are already talking to film producers. Huh. Weird. That's weird. Um, ahead of this, so he says that as part of his defense, he plans to bring religion directly into the courtroom. Quote, the courts have dealt with the existence of God, and now they will be asked to deal with the existence of the devil. That's a hard quote. Literally. Um, so he comes forth with these two precedents. (laughs) I can't get over that this is what happens. He, li- he does it. He says it. He says that this is not guilty by point of demonic possession, and that is his defense argument. So he argues that during these exorcisms, the spirit that was possessing David, that was exorcised, jumped into the body of Arnie. Um, the authorities investigated it, question mark, but ultimately they were like, no, I think he was just stabbed, bro. Like, <laughs> um... He tried, he tried so hard to get this plea of not guilty by means of demonic possession. He did that. A for effort. With his chest. One of the big problems, though, 
the church would not allow priests to be subpoenaed. Oh. They said that their practices were to be kept behind closed doors. No. Which, how are you allowed to do that? <laughs> no, I won't go to court. How are you just not allowed to be subpoenaed? <laughs> I just checked the box that says no. What? <laughs> like, but, so he... That. The, the priest just refused because the Catholic Church told them that they were not allowed to talk about it. So over the course of this trial, Martin and the Warrens were mocked by their peers, but other people saw them, like, they didn't make a joke out of it. They thought they were just trying to profit off of tragedy. Because see, that's what it looked like. If they already had movie crew. Um, a mentalist, his name is George Kriesk, is quoted saying, They have an excellent vaudeville act, a good road show. It's just that this case more involves clinical psychologists than it does them. Meaning the Warrens. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the collaboration of the four priests was never confirmed. Um, the diocese of Bridgeport did say that there were priests helping David during this difficult time. Um, the priests in question were ordered not to speak publicly. Quote, no one from the church has said one way or another what was involved, and we declined to say. That's just suspicious. How the fuck are you not allowed? How, how do you say no? no. <laughs> Heart emoji, no. <laughs> how do you just refuse to speak in court? Anyway, um, so Johnson's lawyers were Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. Mm -hmm. His lawyers were permitted to uh, uh, examine Alan's clothes. Um, there was a lack of any blood, rips, or tears. Huh. Yeah, so they say that this is evidence of the possession. Um, no one in the court was convinced. <laughs> um, Made the, sense. The judge ruled that this defense could never be proven and was therefore infeasible in a court of law. So it's Judge Robert Callahan. Um, he presided over the jury trial. Mm -hmm. um, he, he, he rejected it almost immediately. Yeah. Um, he said that allowing such testimony in court would be, quote, irrelevant and unscientific. But, uh, quote, the court will take judicial notice that the profession, the business, or hobby of located demons, of locating demons has not risen to that level of viability where it would be in the assistance to the jury in deciding the case. So he's, he essentially said, like, we know it's a thing. It, it's not viable enough yet. Yeah, Maybe we, it will be one day, but not now. Yeah. Um, it's a nice way to, like, just be like, look, I see where you're coming from. Something's weird here. But we can't go off weird. <laughs> you can't prove that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you couldn't be like, a ghost stabbed him. I was just there. Right. <laughs> but, so... Instead, Martin Manila opts for a self-defense okay. trial. Um, it lasted three weeks. Jurors never heard a word about the demonic possession um, or the mid-exorcism demand that these demons enter him. They never heard anything about mm -hmm. that. They just heard it was self-defense. 
On November 24th, the jury deliberated for 15 hours over three days, and he was convicted of first-degree manslaughter. Um, he was sentenced to 10 to 20 years in prison, but he was a model inmate and was released five years later. Okay. So, at this point, they, uh, Johnson, I keep, I'm reading his last name now because it was from a different source, but mm-hmm. Arnie and Debbie um, actually got married while he was in jail, and they, um, but they are firm in their account of what happened. They will go to their grave saying that he was possessed and that's why he killed this man. Um, until his release from prison, he showed no signs of possession, according to the Warrens. Um, they spoke with the Associated Press that possession doesn't last 24 hours a day. It comes quickly and it leaves quickly. Interesting. But, David. Right. I'm confused as to what what their stance is. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what the Warrens believe. Are you, maybe they're saying, like, it. It's, I don't even know. Is it like, like it came to fruition? It did what it was trying to do. Like because that's also like it comes quickly and it leaves quickly. I've never heard that. Yeah, and David was having issues for twelve days. Right, and one of the other most famous cases of demonic possession, which we've talked about on here, was Annalise Michelle, Mm -hmm. and that took place over almost a decade. Like, I don't know. Regardless, um, Lorraine Warren, who unfortunately did pass away in 2019, maintained that it was all real. Um, she recounted her version um, in a book. It was published in 1983. It's called The Devil in Connecticut. Um, it's by Gerald Brittle. After its publication, this made me so mad, she reportedly sent $2,000 in profits to the family. Oh, how much did she make exactly (laughs) um that so in 2007 uh debbie's older brother carl comes in um carl he claimed that the that claimed in the legal filing that most of the incidents described in the book were complete lies (gasps) and that his family was manipulated and exploited by the warrants Oh, no. No, literally. This man comes in clutch. He says that the paranormal investigators were opportunists who had turned his little brother's undiagnosed schizophrenia into a media frenzy. Um, his argument was that these David's experiment, experience of hallucinations from 1979 through 1982 was undiagnosed mental illness that the Warrens had convinced his mother and his sister to make into possessions of some sort Mm -hmm. um and it fueled the warren's fames and profits but led everybody in their family to lose like business opportunities and a normal way of living Mm -hmm. um lorraine comes back and said that the idea that she and she and ed would go to manipulate a family for profit was upsetting the idea of that was upsetting her (laughs) um But you did make a profit. Her quote is, quote, you can't imagine something that you've done that nobody could poke holes in and have something and have something come out by somebody who knows nothing about what they are doing. So I guess what she's trying to say from that quote is Carl wasn't there. 
He wasn't there and, and wouldn't know. And you can poke holes into anybody's story. Is kind of what the that, I get. That. Like he wasn't there and like if his is already a skeptic is going to take that stance with it. What he right. didn't see. And like I can see that argument. But he has a point that it seems like David was going through something. Right. Um, back in 1981, as the trial was still happening, um, David was actually just going into the sixth grade. And there was a, the reporter described him as clouded and grim. Um, and that at this point in the childhood, his attacks and his fits were less frequent. Um, he did still have to sleep with the light on, but Carl comes in to say that David was a good kid. He never bothered, he never bothered anybody, and he lived a living hell because of all of the negative attention that came from this case from the Warrens. Um, recently, he, Carl, um, spoke to someone. I don't know how to read that. <laughs> Carl is coming out with a book now. Or okay. is trying to come out with a book um, with a professional writer about the family. But this case has been coming into media recently because the of the third Conjuring movie, which came out earlier this year. Um, it's a dramatized retelling, obviously, as everything is. Um, but it, it's based off of Gerald Brittle's book, Devil in Connecticut, which allegedly wasn't accurate according to carl but was according to lorraine so who really knows um and the so well what okay no so carl um did not like it he ended up suing the writers of the books he sued brittle and he sued the warrens um, he said that it, it violated their right to privacy and that it was an intentional affliction of emotional distress. And then he further like claimed that it was a hoax um, and that the, they took advantage of him. That was the rest of it. Um, Debbie maintains that everything that happened was true and that Arnie's biggest mistake was, quote, challenging the beast. Um, quote, you never take that step. You never challenge the devil. Arnie started showing the same signs my brother did when he was under possession. Um, most recently, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, aims to, to spin it into a paranormal horror film. Um, but, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that was the first time in U.S. history that demonic possession was used in a courtroom. And the first murder in that town. And the first murder <laughs> in Brooksfield. <laughs> that's so weird to me the first murder in brooksfield ah so are we gonna watch the conjuring i'm down after ice age <laughs> ice age first but yeah it's crazy it's crazy that is crazy Does, has david ever said anything like what is david's stance not that i could find i mean he was 11 at the time right. 12 my but I want to hear, like, does he side with his mom and sister, or is, does he side with Carl, now that he's older, at least? My thing, and maybe it's just because I did go really deep into the Annalise Michelle case, but it sounds eerily similar. I, it reminded me a lot of that. When they, because they brought that, they got sued, 
for medical negligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and to revisit it, side note, anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about and is listening in reverse order, go listen to episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the, Anna- spoilers, <laughs> in the Annalise Michelle case, they were sued for medical negligence and they said that she had psychosis that was made worse by the exorcisms. So if David was mentally ill and did have some form of schizophrenia, like... Or paranoia. Right. Have you ever seen that TED Talk? It's a woman with schizophrenia and she talks about her hallucinations. And she said one of the most common things that she as a woman with schizophrenia is asked is, well, is there something in the room with us now? Oh, that's the worst thing you can ask. And that's the the worst thing. Because if you... If you do that and she says, yeah, he's in the corner, you're going to turn and look at it. And that's the worst thing you can do because now reality is interacting yeah. with what she is seeing and knows to be fiction. So if David... It kind of breaks down your argument. Exactly. If David did have some form of schizophrenia, like because that is one of the biggest arguments, is that he was a schizophrenic child who was encouraged by these priests and his parents to break and down the, the Warrens to be a child who was possessed instead of a child with a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I definitely see that. It makes sense. And it's fucked. This was the first case I've ever seen that did not make the Lauren- Warrens look great. Yeah, I know. It's like, that's it some sketchy stuff. looks like they profited. They did profit. They sent him... sorry about that here's two thousand bucks that's not enough for anything that couldn't pay (laughs) for for my textbooks for a single semester it's not enough for the mental treatment he now needs literally and then the fact that all of these adults because i'm of the opinion that he was probably just mentally ill yeah um if all of these adults came into this kid's life and used his mental illness for profit because they believed in ghosts. And if Fucked. that if that the report is true that the church actually didn't help because they wouldn't get him screened mm-hmm. for that, that's intense. And that's the other thing that makes me feel weird about this case is the conflicting reports from within the church. Yeah. Because some the diocese of Bridgeport is saying no, no one ever helped him. They didn't submit the right paperwork. And then Lorraine is saying, no, we had six priests working with us. It's all on record. And the Catholic Church is saying we can neither confirm nor deny any. (laughs) And we will also not allow ourselves to be subpoenaed in court. Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot of unknowns. Right. Too much. Too much. I'm excited for Carl's book. I also respect that lawyer so much. Mans went to England and said, I'm going to find a fucking precedent. (laughs) I'm taking this to court. They handed him nothing and he gave them everything. (laughs) He's the true hero. (laughs) Martin Manella. That's so wonderful that he was like, all right, demonic possession. Okay, worm. Got it. Okay, worm. (laughs) I can do it. And how do we know that? Okay, got it. Got it. The (laughs) other thing that gets me is the no rips on the clothes. Yeah, that was kind of just brushed stabbed. How? Was Yeah, that is weird. No rip like are they saying no rips other than the stab holes? Like there was no sign no sign of like fighting. Unclear. But I also did not look very hard (laughs) for like the autopsy. I should have looked into the autopsy. 
Well, that would have just been his body. That wouldn't have been. They, they'll say clothes. Okay. They... Ain't a difference, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Speaking of autopsy, Gabby Petito's was, he was strangled. Mm-hmm. Manually. Manual strangulation. Who? Who? Did you see Dog's statement to Brian? I think I did. I respect that man so much. <laughs> I remember I used to wake up before school in the morning, and my dad, with his whole chest, would put on Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> and we'd just be like two kids. Like, my sister was in middle school. And we'd just be sitting there eating our fucking Cheerios and watching this man take down fully grown men. <laughs> and be like, yeah, get him. <laughs> Take him down. Take him down. <laughs> that explains a lot about me now that I'm thinking about it. It builds character. It's part of the plot. What did <gasps> Megan the Stallion say? <laughs> we, we needed, needed human centipede for, for the, the culture. culture. <laughs> Agreed. I 100% oh, agree. She is an icon. Oh my god. Okay. Is it intermission time? I think it's intermission time. And intermission. Dum dum. You know what I mean. And we're back. <laughs> there are other ways you can cut me off. <laughs> you could just say shut up. No, this was the fun one. I can't. Are you okay? <laughs> but the but my egg was in, like isn't that crazy females are born with all of the eggs they'll ever have they don't produce any alright <laughs> <laughs> and we may or may not be back no we're back Oh, okay. That the answers that question. Open, though. Oh. So we might need to fix that. Adam, get situated. Goodbye. Okay, so your story, I don't even want to waste time. You've been hyping this shit up to me for the past hour. Adam came up here while I was fixing the mics and was ranting about how angry it made him. What are you about to talk to me about? I'm not going to give it to you. What? I'm going to start with a quote. Because the quote delivers it so much better than I ever could. What is your category? Conspiracy. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> it's your conspiracy categories. Let's, let's look it up. Let's look at some past ones, shall we? Yeah. Let's do it. Your conspiracy categories. I started off with a banger. Date Lost, Day Lost Pass. Pass. <laughs> the BP oil spill. <laughs> Max Bates Spires. Slothman, spy animals spy animals was such a good episode <laughs> bermuda triangle skinwalker ranch eliza lamb hollow earth <laughs> you really with your whole chest sat down on this podcast and said i'm talking about the fact that the earth is hollow yes yes all right this one hits just as hard oh it does yes so here it is my quote quote the, the science behind them is pretty flimsy and I, for one, do not want my children being taught lies. Nothing about dinosaurs is suitable for children. 
from the total lack of family values through to their non-existence from any serious scientific point of view. Any proper look at the facts will reveal that dinosaurs simply never existed. I used to believe in dinosaurs. We all did. We were all raised on the dinosaur lie. And so we don't question it. I'm used to getting amused reactions at first, and then I'm equally used to people learning a bit about the facts themselves and coming to the obvious realization that they've been fed a fraud. The obvious <laughs> that they have been fed a fraud. <laughs> I used to believe in dinosaurs. We all did. Emily. <laughs> I'm <laughs> flabbergasted. Yeah. I'm floored. There's we've said it no before way too. in I God's green earth that this is real. No, it's there is not an ounce of a possibility that this is real. It's real, and I'm reading it to you. Okay. There's a couple more quotes sprinkled in here, each as good as the last. <laughs> the strapping. Okay. 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 So this. Emily, I don't want to listen to this. Oh, it's so good. Infuriating. Awful. Genuinely, people believe this. Mm -hmm. Like, there are, there's a collection of people on this earth mm -hmm. who believe that dinosaurs mm -hmm. did not exist mm -hmm. or were, like, a lie made up by the government. Yeah. We'll get into it. Okay. There's some me. disclaimers I have to sprinkle in here. What are the disclaimers? We're, we'll get there. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> so, that quote specifically was posted on a website called Mom's Net. It, just Mom's Net, but it's all one word. Okay. Uh in 2015, and it was she didn't have a name. Um so but, she's an anti-vaxxer. So she was worried about what her kids were learning in school about the dinosaurs. Okay. Her post ends with uh, please do what you can to get dinosaurs taken off the curriculum. Bold. <laughs> she says, nobody Bold. can learn about My dinosaurs. My child should not be learning about cells. Also, My child should not be learning algebra. Get this off the curriculum. Yeah, I like in the, the, the first quote I said that they don't have family values. I was going to ask about that. Were they supposed to? I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> the dinosaurs do not have family values. How? I don't know. That T-Rex from Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs? She was a pretty good mom. Yeah. Family values. The dinosaur in Meet the Robinsons? <gasps> Another T-Rex? A goddess. With the little arms? <laughs> little arms. And a big head. I just don't know how well this plan was thought through. <laughs> Emily, I am, you know, when you came out with Hollow Earth, I thought, there's no way, there's no way Emily could possibly do this to me again. This is how, do you remember earlier, I was reading you the dinosaur train conspiracy theory? Yes. I looked up, I was looking up the dinosaur thing to get another source. But that one popped up on accident, and then I fell down a Reddit thread, but. Yeah. The okay. confused silence. <laughs> this is definitely going to be multiple TikToks. I. Next week, 
No, not next week. Your next... I'm gonna just start being paranoid about your conspiracy theories. You know one of them coming up. We bleeped it out at the end of the last episode. Oh, yeah. But, but that wasn't other. a conspiracy theory. That was an other. But you really said hollow earth. Dinosaurs, dinosaurs aren't real. real. What else? We just read them. The Bermuda Triangle. Your shit. Scary. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. Just talk about the fucking dinosaurs. Okay. And their lack of family values. <laughs> So, surprisingly, this post isn't, like, slammed immediately, uh, because that's what you think would happen. Correct. Um, actually, one of the comments was, you know that dinosaurs are just a gateway to the harder stuff. One day, your children are watching Walking with Dinosaurs, then suddenly they're onto the hard stuff and reading the origin of species. Dinosaurs just say no. Is this an evolution problem? Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? I thought this was going to turn into some lizard people shit. But this is just people who deny evolution? Some, yeah. Dinosaurs are a gateway to the harder shit? What a wonderful quote. <laughs> your kids are going to go, one day your kid's going to be watching dinosaur training, and then the next day they're going to be doing crack. Like, <laughs> No, some of the stuff on, I'll get into it. I have a lot of them written down. But, like, these people go hard. I genuinely don't know how to have an appropriate reaction. We'll keep on walking. We'll keep keep on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, ma'am. Like we said, that last quote is evolution versus creation, some stuff. And uh, so this is the first of the disclaimers. It's not all Christians. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be like... Because I get, this is crazy. You can't be like, dinosaurs aren't real. No, this is absolutely- funny to us. That's insane. That's insane that you can come out and say that. This is on the science denial level of the conspiracy chart. Yes. This is, this is, we're getting past a line. So. You can't just deny science. Yeah. I'm not trying to denounce a religion either, is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying that dinosaurs- Your disclaimers are nicer than I'll ever be. (laughs) Like, absolutely not. If you look me in the eye and tell me that dinosaurs didn't exist. Insane. No. I'm going to push you down a flight of stairs. I, Emily just looked at me and said dinosaurs didn't exist. And if you don't think that she's about to turn up dead, then I'm <laughs> going to push her down the flight of stairs at my house. That was a threat. <laughs> so Keep talking. But yes, dinosaurs are real, no matter how you interpret your religion. Totally respect you if you're religious. I'm not to each their own. But you can't refute science or control others' belief in science just because you don't believe in dinosaurs. You cannot say dinosaurs aren't real. You just you just can't. The fact that there are people who do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. The fact that that's your topic. Okay. Back to the theories. Okay. There's this talk. There's this idea out there called Big Paleo, like big business. I love it. <laughs> so Big P, is de- they're designing, building, and building fake fossils for money and preying on gullible kids, right? Keep up, keep up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. They're proof. They're proof. 
uh, no one talked about dinosaurs before the 1800s. Ah, yes. Which this is true, because the fossils weren't called dinosaurs until 1842 when Richard Owen wrote a paper on similarities between previously named and documented fossils that could point to a, a phyl- phylogenic branch. Okay. That was previously unrecognized. So he's the per- he coins the term dinosaur. Okay. He takes all these papers that people have already documented and say, hey, these are all really similar. I think we've, like, these need to be shown that they were grouped together at some point. They have a common ancestor that we haven't recognized yet. So he kind of creates the category and term dinosaur. Okay. So, yes, no one said anything about a dinosaur because before the, the 1800s. Didn't exist. Because dinosaurs as a like concept didn't exist but their fossils still did we Mm. have right yeah i have it in here fossils have been found as early as the late 1600s documented at least people probably found stuff before but didn't we don't have any know what it was yeah Yeah. they just kind of threw it to the side like we don't need any more bones (laughs) we don't need any more (laughs) it was a no bones day yeah and then the stuff that was documented, it was just lumped into other, like, taxa, other groups. Okay. So, I'm going to stop messing with the mics. It's okay. Sorry. I keep looking at it, and I'm watching these dots, because you don't want it to hit red, and I'm trying to make it not hit red. Yeah. But it's, I think I'm, I get excited, I'm just not excited. It. I get angry. I'm just going to stop heart. it. I'm just going to sit back and Dinosaurs. I showed you the two tabs that I keep open on my iPad at all times. It's just two different kind of dinosaurs. What about those makes them special to you? They're my favorite. Why? Okay, so the Uteranus, he is the biggest dinosaur that we know that had feathers. Okay. So he's cool. He's a, he's a cousin of the T-Rex. He's not, he's not a, uh, he's not a Tyrannosaurus. Like, there's different kinds of ty- Tyrannos... He's a Tyrannosauroid, I think is how you say it. So it's a cousin. Okay. It's like a, a an early version of what would later become the T-Rex. And he was nine meters long, so pretty big, uh, and had feathers. And he's the biggest species that we know had feathers. That's cool. And he had some pretty cool feathers, from what we can tell. Like, <laughs> long. It wasn't like short little bird feathers. Yeah. It was some cool stuff. And then Spinosaurus, I'm just a sucker for Jurassic Park. It's a bad answer, <laughs> but I loved the third movie. And I've never seen also a though, single Jurassic Park Spinosaurus movie. Spinosaurus has had some really cool findings, I think in 2019, I want to say, where they think he was a swimming uh, theropod. What would that mean? We, we didn't think they could swim. Oh. And he, most, he was aquatic. First, we believed he just ate in rivers and stuff like that. And then we were like, maybe he swam a little bit. And now we think he mostly swam. Oh, that's cool. Like, he could go on land still. He was still semi-aquatic, but he spent a lot more time in the water than we thought. And I think it it was 2019, I'm pretty sure. Um, But we found the missing joint in his tail to see how it moves. (gasps) And it can move. It moves good for swimming. We thought it would be like a normal theropod tail. And it wasn't. Damn. So he's. It's just been really cool to watch. That's one of the ones I've. I've. Followed. Because I liked Jurassic Park. Yeah, chronicled. and because. And then there was also the fact that in World War II, the only Spinosaurus skeletons we had were both blown up, so we lost oh. him. And then we had to find more, and they were they were um, 
I don't remember the exact percentage, but I think at most 50% of a full skeleton. And since then, we found a lot more. Mm-hmm. But we've also found a boatload of teeth in a river. Oh. So, or what once was a river. Anyway. So dinosaurs were real. So dinosaurs were real, and those are my two favorite. That will be on the quiz. Um, Uteranus and Spinosaurus. You know that the quiz is coming up. It's on your syllabus. <laughs> if you would have read the syllabus. Do not email me and like ask Snoop Dogg me said. when when the quiz is, if I made a quizlet, if there will be a study guide, you knew about this coming in. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Also, during the 1800s was the Old West Fossil Rush. I've talked about this a thousand times yes. with you. Not on the podcast. No, yes. But this is like your special interest. <laughs> paleontology as a practice was very exciting, new, competitive. Shout out to Michael Crichton. <laughs> the book is called Dragon Teeth. It's a great book about this time period. Mm-hmm. But it's, picture this, cowboys and outlaws and stuff like that racing to find dinosaur bones. And they had to like get them back Which to the east, just to the universities. They would kill people over this stuff. That's just sick. This is also, uh, so a lot of it was stolen. Some of the findings were rushed. Some of the, mm-hmm. the, it was very new. So the papers were just kind of, a lot of it was ambiguous. You know, you'd have, you'd find bones in the middle of nowhere and have to be like, it probably looked like this. Some of them were pretty complete though. Like in a position, you knew where the bones went. And mm-hmm. some of them were a pile of bones. Right. Um, so, but that's just a cool time period. Cowboys and bones. Cowboys racing for dinosaur bones? Excuse me? Why wasn't that in Red Dead? It is. Oh. You can go fossil hunting. Never mind. I do quite often. I've never played Red Dead. Wonderful I want game. to, though. Red Dead Redemption 2? One of my favorite games. I've wasted so much time. It's not a waste. I spent so much time on that game. I want to. I want to. I was talking to Errol about that the other day. I might have to get it. Love it. Just because I have never played a Red Dead game. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Noted. Okay. okay. <laughs> I love dinosaurs so much. I have too much to talk about, so don't let me tangent too much. Um, okay, we have a podcast. The point is the tangent. Fair enough. Okay. During this time, though, of the, like, rush for fossils, the fossil rush, whatever you want to call it, most geologists and paleontologists were actually creationists themselves. Right. So it's really ironic that the creationists de- deny their work because they, they supported creation to them. You know, they were like, look at this thing that was created and has right. since, like, died out. Like, it, it wasn't like something came after them. It was like, yeah, this no. existed at a point. And now it doesn't And now anymore. it doesn't. It was created at a point, but that doesn't mean it's going to keep going forever kind right. of thing. So, like, to them, they spun it in a way that it did prove creationism, which it just proves evolution. So, like, but I'll let them have it because they were cowboys, but. I was about to say, like, they're just. They're proving it, so. I mean, yeah, but off. also it was, like, super new. They couldn't be like, ah, chickens come from this. Right. So, that comes later. <laughs> chickens. Um, also, during this time, there were a lot of fakes made because people wanted this claim to fame that mm-hmm. dinosaurs were bringing scientists. Um, all sorts of that. stuff was faked. Some, like, early humanoid things were faked. I love that. Some dinosaurs were faked. Some mammals were faked. Imagine what? forging dinosaur bones amazing that's sick as fuck and then another great thing it was only some were caught so for a while we thought a lot of them were like most of them were true um a lot of them weren't disproved until the mid 18 um 1900s oh yikes because new dating technology was invented then so they could finally kind of start telling 
what came before what. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, this is plaster. This isn't even a rock, guys. <laughs> and we've written papers on papers on this. Imagine getting a letter in the mail one day that was like, hey, you remember that one fossil that you got like really attached to in grad school and you wrote a lot of papers about it? And you're like, oh, they found something new about this dinosaur. Like, yeah, no, it's fake. It was fake the whole time. Some guy carved it. <laughs> Some guy made it up because he wanted to be famous. I'm so sorry. This, like, you see it with the the, the cabinets of curiosity, too, though. When mm-hmm. people would fake, like, mermaids. Yeah. With a monkey skeleton and a fish skeleton. What happened here, the most famous uh, fake, or one of the most famous fakes, is the Plitdown Man, I think is how you say it. And it was uh, in the Suez Canal. They took part of a human skull, a modern human skull. It wasn't like a humanoid they found. Modern human skull and a jaw of another animal and oh. kind of made it look like it was a a human skull with a bigger jaw, like oh. a, what you would find in a primate. Okay. Um, To say this was an early human oh, okay. stage. But evolution, it was fake. The missing link kind of thing. But it was fake. They figured out that. It was bone, though. This mm-hmm. one was bone, but it was modern human skull. Don't mm-hmm. know where they got that. And then <laughs> You know where they got that. They killed John in the back. You know what I learned recently? That the owning of human remains is not illegal. Neither is the buying of it. Like, the private ownership of human remains is not illegal. It was a, a this um, funeral director wrote like a tell-all book about the questions that people were afraid to ask for fear of being insensitive. And at one point, she said that there was as many as like four hundred real human skulls listed on eBay. That's because really cool. you can. One of the skeletons in Disney World on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is a real skull. I think on the bed. Anyway. <laughs> Enough about real human skulls. Tell me more about the fake dinos. Okay, so this involves a lot of creationism, is the argument, like we've said. Um, Another issue is the fact that many conservative religious views believe in what is known as the young earth theory. So that this theory claims that the earth is as young as 6,000 years old. And this... um, a lot of people, even Christians, believe that this comes from, like, a very strict misinterpretation of the Bible. Okay. Because I've never read the Bible, but it it's the way it's lined up in the Bible. It's like, if you, if you don't predict or allow room for any gaps in the timeline the Bible gives, it's only 6,000 years. That's one of the misinterpretations. The other misinterpretation is that... Um, you, you know, the, the God worked for six days and rested on the seventh. Mm-hmm. It's God worked for the 6,000 years because his days are longer than our days. Oh. And we're in the seventh day or seventh. That's cute. Thousand years. I like that one. Um, so, but. It's like dog years. The earth is not 6,000 years old. Yeah, we knew that. Um, in comparison, Science believes that the Earth is 4.6 billion years old. Correct. And that the Mesozoic era, the time of the dinosaurs, was 65 million years ago. And this comes from the practice of radiometric uh, Mm -hmm. dating using isotopes, which hasn't been off yet. So I did that once in chemistry class and got a headache. (laughs) I don't understand that, that shit. What the hell is an isotope? When they have more 
Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Then they have more neutrons. No, yeah, I know. But I, in a much <laughs> more real sense, I, I knew exactly what to do, but in a much more real sense, I had no idea what to do. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I love The Office. So what it was is the existence of the dinosaurs throw off their timeline. So they just were like, no. <laughs> no. Somebody created that for money. That's not real. I cannot. Um, so now this is a fun part. You may be wondering, like, how I found some of these arguments. Like, I've been wondering, yes. <laughs> yeah. I found myself curious. So my new favorite website called Christians Against Dinosaurs. <laughs> What the fuck? They have a Facebook page, too. <laughs> it's so funny. Please just go read their memes. It's so good. Oh, my God. I shall describe some of the memes here for you, but it's a treat. I think we should put some in the Discord. So, this could be a parody of the group. Okay. Christians Against Dinosaurs might not actually be a group who believes this, but there are groups who do no, on yeah. other It things. might just be a very intricacy, like, parody account. But... Most, like, there's nothing saying that it is. I saw one Redditor say that this is a spoof. Yeah. But most of the articles I read saying, we have no clue if this is a parody. Like, if, <laughs> I have a quote about, like, someone talking about it, that it's so ridiculous, but so is so much of the other stuff some people say. Some college student in their bedroom is either the funniest person alive. No, literally, is trolling the entire internet. But there are people who believe this in, like, talk about it outside of the internet oh yeah kind of thing so this even if uh christians against dinosaurs is a spoof or a parody it's making fun of something that people actually believe kind of thing and it's also if the person who runs the account makes it a parody there's people who argument and like in the use it as if it's evidence people are believing it they're gullible yeah they're like oh they, they don't see that it's a parody because they believe everything else that they're using to prove this theory right so which Even if the person isn't, it's still a big community of people who do. Right. Kind of thing. Insane. So, it's wonderful. Christians Against Dinosaurs. They also have a YouTube. Facebook and a YouTube and an Instagram. I will be following them on everything. It's the funniest thing ever. Um, so, there was a really funny comment. Some... One of the users thought that Big Paleo was coming after them. They were, like, paranoid. They were like, I've been on here too much voicing that dinosaurs are fake and that the government is going to back Big Paleo and they're coming for me because I'm disrupting their whole business. No, you're not. They don't care. People, <laughs> you're conspiracy theorists specifically, are just desperate for the government to, like, look at them from they're- across the room and be like, oh, wow, you look good today. They're de- what's the word? They're desperate to be um, marginalized. They're desperate to be marginalized. Yeah. They want to be the attention and not a good way. They want to be the one, the, 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 the oppressed. Yeah, they want to be oppressed. The, the martyr. They want to believe that they're fighting for a cause kind of thing. Which is so... Which is crazy. All I want is a sweater that says Big Paleo on it. <laughs> Big Paleo. With like a skull, a little dino skull. All their logos are like a picture of a cartoon dinosaur with the, the red circle I with the line through it. want that. It's so funny. We're going to make Combat Whale <laughs> merch first, and then Big Paleo is I'm next. Big Paleo. It's me. <laughs> I made up all the dinosaurs. 
Oh my god. And now you're just gaslighting everybody else. Have you seen that Tommy Innit quote where he's like, I started as a gaslighter, but I'm ending as a girl boss. (laughs) So, anyway, they think they have uncovered some secret government cover-up, and that they're gonna get hounded for it. Mm -hmm. They're just not. But they think it. Um, I found a wonderful quote from a podcast called Drunk Ex-Pastors, and they say, if Christians Against Dinosaurs is satire, then it's brilliant. With most sites, you can click around and tell right away, but the fact that you can't hear shows that the, to what extent fundamentalism has said some ridiculous things. But yeah. But it doesn't seem like a joke. And like I said, if it is, people believe it. They're not I taking it as a joke. I want to believe it's a joke and that it is the most excellent parody ever. If, I, I mean, Christians Against Dinosaurs might be, but there were some other websites that was like, this is sketchy. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> You were on the wrong side of the internet, bro. It was so Your TikTok funny. is going to start feeding you neo-Nazi content. Ugh. I'll make a new TikTok then. Did you see that? The 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 thing? Mm-hmm. The the girl, the same girl who did the um the conspiracy theory chart mm-hmm. with the anti-semitic point of no return, her and a handful of other researchers got together and made a new TikTok account and made a quantitative, not qualitative a quantitative analysis on whether or not being transphobic inherently made TikTok force feed you racist content mm-hmm. and like other 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 content and she used it to say like she only interacted with transphobic videos but um at like a certain mark i think it's like within the first 100 videos she started getting racist, bigoted, yada, yada, yada. She ended at straight neo-Nazi. That's Like, crazy. she said that at, around the 150 mark is when I saw my first swastika. But she was only interacting with transphobic videos. And as she got deeper, she, like, towards the end, she started saying that, um, you know, it's these, she analyzed 400 videos from the beginning of a TikTok account to 400. She said at first, it starts off with the normal things, TikTok trying to figure out what you like, the recipes and yada, yada, yada. Interacting with only transphobic content brought her from that to racism, to homophobia, to misogyny, um, to this, that, and the other, until it was straight up neo-Nazi, hollow earth, like, that's crazy. far-right conspiracy You can theories. do that with YouTube. I've talked yeah. about it. If you stay as a guest on YouTube, YouTube will throw anything at you yeah. in the first batch of recommended stuff. And then from the first video click, it tries to guess what yeah, you what are. you want to watch. So, like, I did it a couple of times. And one of my favorites was I watched a video of, like, Russian ballet. And mm-hmm. it brought me straight into, like, Russian space conspiracy theories as, like, the second video. Damn. And then it brings you into some crazy stuff you don't yeah. even know is on YouTube. But it- then it kind of covers it up as it, like, figures, like, oh, maybe they don't like that. <laughs> But it was, it was interesting. I'll have to send you the video because at the end of it, she said, um, 400 videos sounds like a lot, but it was about two hours worth of content. So yeah. you could make a TikTok in the morning and by lunch be on far right neo-Nazi content. Insane. Straight up white supremacist. But I'll show you the video at the end. It was Please. super cool. Yeah. Um, back to the people who don't believe in dinosaurs that's what this reminded me of because this is definitely one of dangerous yeah this is a science denial one people uh like online we're talking about they joined the facebook believing it was an elaborate joke and then they get like bullied 
when they're they're like trying to joke around that they're the people are super weird in there and then you kind of realize they're not joking even if the creator isn't there's people in there that are like super serious insane and they also disabled one girl said they disabled the leave button so (gasps) you had to be asked you had to ask to be let out pretty much they wanted to see who joined to think it was a joke. Like, they were protecting That's this stuff. Fuck. Um. So some of them, at least, are very serious. They really locked the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go in there. Um. So there's even a GoFundMe to raise money so they can start getting ads because they want to tell everyone that the dinosaurs are lies. They want billboards. One of the ladies. She doesn't want to say she's the leader, but her name was on a lot of stuff um what's her name i didn't write it down i gave the website because the website might be a joke but i don't want to give these people ad revenue on their websites okay don't don't visit the website <laughs> if you visit have their already, facebook it's so funny and most of the comments are people bullying them that so that's fun if but, you have already i'm not disappointed in you but don't do it again. We don't support these people. No, don't give them the ad revenue. Don't give them any ins of support, please. Um, they really don't believe in science, yo. But laugh at them on Facebook. I'm not advocating for bullying. But if you take it that way, I won't stop you. <laughs> That's I'm not going to go look if you bully people. Um, I'm not going to hold you accountable. It's not my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not your mother. I'm going to get canceled for that. <laughs> Okay, and in one of the, they have videos on there, like I said, they have a YouTube, and one of the many videos on the website, a woman dumps out shards of broken cups and said that if she was a paleontologist who wanted to keep her job, she would make this mess into something that looked like a skull, as best she could, saying that they just found random stuff, and we're like, that was probably once bone, I'm gonna make it look like a skull so I can be a famous paleontologist. So she has a point that there, say that did happen. <laughs> there is some am- ambiguity in many fossils, and mm-hmm. there was issues with faked fossils early on. But now we can prove which yeah. ones are fake or not. That. But what about the thousands and thousands and thousands of fossils found in specific positions with yeah. proof of skin, with skin still retaining its organic properties that haven't turned into carbon at this point, and feathers, stuff like that. Um. They argue a lot that paleontologists carve out a rock and make it look like bone because fossils are just rocks. Yeah. Now, I'm not religious, and I do believe in dinosaurs. Thank you for the clarification. (laughs) And I do agree. I'm not religious, and I do believe in dinosaurs. I do agree that fossils are not bone. T-shirt. And that they are rocks, but that rock was once a bone. (laughs) Like... You can't argue that. Right. And we know how, we like know how they become rocks. We know that it's either through pressure, carbonization, or replacement fossilization. Mm -hmm. We understand how it happened and can repeat it. Yeah. What? (laughs) And also their argument was that they took a big rock and carved it to look like a bone. But it's, fossils are a different kind of rock than the rock surrounding it. It's not like they took a big stone and said, this is where the fossil is, but it's the same stone. No, they know it. It's a different no. rock. It looks different. It feels different. It has different properties. No, like, yeah. What? We <laughs> do believe in dinosaurs here. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. So. I just, it makes me so mad. 
It makes me so mad to be like, no. No. I don't believe in dinosaurs. Christians against dinosaurs. It, dinosaurs are a gateway to the bad shit. One day, like one evolution. One day you're watching dinosaurs, and the next day you're doing crack. I I also it's infuriating that they're saying it's not enough proof. So like, we have bone shaped carbon that we can prove was once bone, but that's not enough proof for dinosaurs. But you believe about the magic man in the sky? No, yeah. Cool. Cool. My favorite cool. thing is when like anti vaxxer factors and stuff are saying that they like did their research. It's like, okay, where? And you're not allowed to say Facebook. Cite it. Say anything else to me other than Facebook or ChristiansAgainstDinosaurs.com, <laughs> and maybe we can talk about it. Yes. Someone in the comments on one of the posts made a good point. It's like, they were asking for a conversation and then started, like, getting defensive. And it's like, you asked me for my opinion and then denied my opinion before I had time to speak. Yeah. Like, I already know that this conversation isn't going to go anywhere so i'm not going to give you the time of day right no it's a not a conversation they just want to mansplain about why they think the lizards were made up yep um these are the same people who think birds are cameras and the earth is hollow but also flat yes so anyway we also have recently pulled organic material out of some of the fossils that date back to the cretaceous period which was the last period in the mesozoic era mm-hmm. um Again, that's the dinosaur time. We previously thought this was impossible because the half-life for DNA is about a million years and the Cretaceous period was 65 million years ago. Um, But, like, this organic material was very similar to birds, just like we've predicted. And, like, so that proves evolution. And then... Love it. Like, it shows that this bone, that we knew was bone... We finally found some of the bone that not only looks like bone and that we can prove was bone, but the bone also has organic material that we can prove was a dinosaur. Nothing butters my biscuit more than science. (laughs) Wow. One of my favorite blog posts on the website. This one was on the website, not Facebook. It claims that since snails survived the meteor that killed the dinosaurs and that snails are so much weaker than dinosaurs then the dinosaurs can't possibly have existed because they would have outlasted the snail in anything. What kind of logic is that? A lot of the dinosaurs died from the impact, and a lot more died from the extreme climate change killing them or killing their food. I was going to say starvation. Dinosaurs were big and needed a lot more food than a snail did. What? But no, they're big strong, so they had to have outlasted a snail. Roaches are gonna outlive us in the apocalypse. Like, it's, yeah, it's that kind of stuff. It's, it's so one-dimensional. It's saying a snail isn't strong, survived. Dinosaur is strong, didn't survive. But there were so many other factors. They don't think that hard, though. That's what I'm saying. It's so one-dimensional. I get into some of their their science in a little while. I will never apologize for bullying someone that says dinosaurs weren't real. Also, some of them did survive. We have birds (laughs) that are the predecessors of dinosaurs. Right. Okay. Another great post says, this one's just insane, that Jurassic Oh, this one's insane. (laughs) No, this one isn't even my favorite one. This one wasn't the one I thought I was about to say. I'll get into the other one because it fits into another spot really good. But this post said, Jurassic Park is not a documentary. 
And guess what? The Bible isn't a history book. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) One post asks followers to go into the public library and hide the dinosaur books or anything relating to paleontology as an actual scientific uh, way of thinking and not just a cultic belief. So book burning. Yeah. If this is where it turns dangerous, they were... No, this is science denial. This post was saying it's not illegal to move... They were saying specifically in the children's section, just move them onto the higher shelves that the kids can't get to or see. Or move them... They had moved it behind the dictionaries and stuff like that. Like, we're hiding books in the library and asking other people to go do it in their area. You... This is when it crosses a line. It's funny on the internet. We'll laugh at you on Facebook. But to ask people to go out. Yeah. That's a call to action. Because you don't believe in something? Right. Mm -hmm. You can't. It's also resources. It's like, it's literally book burning. It's problematic. It's literally like, ah, yes, this, this material that is of a different viewpoint. Like, even writing out the, you know, the science and the facts of it. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't agree with me, so I'm going to try and erase as much of this material as I can so that I'm the only thing left. And if if you took the opposite stance, if I was like, religion isn't real, I'm not saying that. But if someone were to do that and hid the Bible in the library, these people would go crazy, but you're doing the same thing. Just because you don't believe in something? Okay. Also, you don't have the option to not believe in facts. We keep saying, like, oh, it's a choice to not believe in these things. No. Is it, though? It's not a religion. It's not. Right. That's what I'm saying. Dinosaurs are not a religion. Theology is different than science. Right. Crazy statement. But dinosaurs are real. Literally. Like, there are whole subjects dedicated to, like, maybe this is real and maybe this is I had a teacher explain it well. If you believe in religion then you still can believe in the science. Right. You can say that God created the dinosaurs and let, like, God created evolution. Like, you can say that there is still a greater being, if that's what you choose, if you subscribe to a religion and that's what you believe. Right. I don't, but if, to deny something because the Bible says it's different, but maybe you're just misinterpreting the Bible wrong. Like, it, it goes the back to the fact that- The amount of mistranslations that have already been proven in the Bible- Mm-hmm. Like, bro, that book was written a long-ass time ago. And it's traveled, like, have you ever put a song through Google Translate and then put Just it back times. to English? Yeah. And it's a completely different thing. Like, the amount of mistranslations and, like, I, mm-mm. It's, it's crazy that, I don't know, you can't just say dinosaurs aren't real. <laughs> And even if you do, keep it on Facebook. I don't care. What was episode 19? Oh, I just saw Noki said something about it in the Discord. We have it pulled up. Uh, Island of Dolls and the Green Beret murders. I'm re-listening to episode 19 with the McDonald case, and M mentioned a girl's four arms, but my brain heard it as four arms. Oh. And I was very confused for 10 seconds. Yeah, his last name was McDonald. Oh. Yeah. We're not talking about mcdonald no no his last name is mcdonald the franchise one post claimed that uh misinformation aka paleontology not their misinformation but the paleontology (laughs) that they think is misinformation is the fifth horseman of the apocalypse what that one was fun 
That was that was cool. Wait, they just sprinkled that one in there. So say that again. So, <laughs> so paleontology is the fourth horseman. Yes, paleontology. So because it's misinformation. So war, famine, famine, pestilence, pestilence, death, paleontology. <laughs> yes. Wow. For the fifth horseman of the apocalypse, excuse me. Wow. Yeah, you know what I've always associated, like, right up there as bad as, like, the plague? Paleontology. (laughs) Paleontology. Like, as an industry, wow. They think it... Big paleo? Big paleo is the funniest thing ever to me. Big P. cannot. We're gonna, we're gonna get into, like, they have big paleo. Some other vocabulary we'll share real quick. If you believe in dinosaurs, you're a dinophile. Some of these quotes refer to the dinophile, so I wanted to share that really quick. A dinophile. Yes. I'm a dinophile. Just to clarify. I am not religious, and I do believe in dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, this is a quote from another one of the posts. It's just so funny and ironic. I'll, I'll let you... I won't break it down at first. So, quote. Oh, thanks for giving me the opportunity. (laughs) I know a lot of the dinophiles will demand we look at peer-reviewed articles, but do you know that those peer-reviewed articles are reviewed by other paleontologists? Of course they would back each other up. That's how they keep the dino lie alive. Literally, what is Facebook? (laughs) Yeah, that was on Facebook. what is Facebook? You get put into a group chat of anti-vaxxers, and then the second your friend Barbara from down the street who doesn't want to vaccinate her kids also tells you about how big dinosaurs is a huge conspiracy, and suddenly you're in that one. It's literally just an echo chamber. No, it's crazy. And the fact that they were like, you know who reviews the experts papers other experts what and the funniest part is they have experiments on their website that are peer-reviewed by other people who don't believe in dinosaurs so it's the same thing it's just hypocritical also dumb dinosaurs are real (laughs) (laughs) this is a lot um oh they also have this was another post. They have a quote-unquote medical card that you can print out that says you are exempt from dinosaurs. And what that means is anyone around you, when you present the card, must stop talking about dinosaurs and hide all dino-related items. I'm printing out one of those cards. <laughs> the card claims that if the person present, like who presented the card, or who is presented the card, who they show the card to, uh, refuses to do these two things, that um this institutes a hate crime and legal action will be taken i'm printing out one of those cards (laughs) no you can print it out it's on facebook that is the funniest thing but people believe that exempt from dinosaurs it literally says quote exempt from dinosaurs on it very remnant of the medical exemption cards about the fucking masks yes it's like that was a felony bro Mm-hmm. You just can't, you can't put the Department of Health stamp on shit. It has it. It has the little staff with the snakes and stuff like that. That is illegal. Yeah. <laughs> that is a felony. You cannot put the Department of Health or Justice's stamp on, that's a, 
on Facebook, go print it out. Print it out on Facebook. Carry it around in your wallet. You're medically exempt from all dinosaurs. It's and when a hate you- crime. <laughs> it's a hate crime. <laughs> you show me a dinosaur, you're hate criming me. I hope to hate crime one of these people. I hope that me saying- I wish an animal would me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously- if someone showed me that card, I'd start pretending to be a dinosaur right then and there. I would start- Be like, I'm possessed by lizards! I would start info-jumping so hard immediately. Yeah. Like, I would pull out dinosaurs. I know shit decor. about dinosaurs, but I would learn just to hate crime these people. You cannot hold up a card to me that is literally a felony. Again, I- In every to- state! Just <laughs> in every state. If you printed out a card that said, quote, exempt from Jesus. <laughs> I can't just say shit. Like, I can't just say, like, this came from the Department of Justice. If it didn't come from the Department of Justice, I'm legally breaking, like, four federal laws. Yeah. <laughs> and if you spin it the other way, if I walked in some person's house... And said, I'm exempt from Jesus. You have to take that picture of Michelangelo's lover off your wall. I can't see that. That's a hate crime. You can't do that. I can't go into someone else's house and make them take down their stuff because I don't believe in it. This is not real. (laughs) It's so funny. Please go on their Facebook. Um, One post shows a kid looking at a chalkboard that has a rhino on it, like an outline of a rhino that they traced, I guess, and it says, I, they could have drawn it. I don't know why I thought these people can't draw, but they obviously can't think, so, um, it says real by the rhino, and then there's a triceratops outline that says not real, and it's, the post is thanking COVID and thanking the lockdown for letting them homeschool their kids and get them away from the dinosaur lie agenda. And this is why all homeschool kids are fucking weird. Also, that's so dangerous. Oh, yeah, we went two different directions with that. <laughs> this kid now doesn't believe in dinosaurs because their parent, who is the only teacher they're exposed to because of the pandemic, can now control and censor everything that kid hears. So it's just perpetrated. Has censorship ever been a good thing? yeah (laughs) yeah no yeah (laughs) there are things children shouldn't be exposed to never mind that's what like my argument was about to be like you there's no form of censorship that is good but when it comes to information yeah yeah i was about to say like censoring facts but like there are things that kids should not showing a kid a scary movie is one thing telling a kid a dinosaur isn't real that kid is going to get their ass beat when they raise their hand in science class in public school say, in two excuse years me? And say, actually, my mom, Brenda, who didn't graduate from high school, told me that dinosaurs don't actually exist and it's all like a conspiracy. That kid is about to get his ass handed <laughs> to him at recess. That kid is about to become the... Aw, that was such a funny joke and then it went away. No, it, like, it's crazy. These people... What are those balls on the stick? The ball is on the stick. It's a big stick with a string and a ball. And you hit it. A paddleboard? No. Big stick. Big stick. They played it in Wizards of Waverly Place. Big stick. Big tall stick. String. Ball. Oh. Oh, tether ball? Tether ball. That kid is about to become the fucking tether ball. 
I didn't know where those. But it's crazy because some of the people were talking about like they believed it, but they had family that didn't believe it, and by believed it, they believe dinosaurs aren't real. Ah, facts, but, correct. Yeah, they don't believe in the facts. And then they had family that did believe in dinosaurs, the correct ones, who like didn't think anything of it and got like their niece or nephew a dinosaur action figure. Mm-hmm. And then the parents would like take the toy away. One parent was talking about how they disowned their sister. Because the sister was like, you're literally crazy? Dinosaurs are real? <laughs> Imagine disowning family over the fact that dinosaurs are real. Over the fact that you're wrong. It's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, you know, every time I see a story like that, I get a little sad. Not because of any of that, but because we don't have that family member. We don't have the crazy person. We don't have the person who shows up to Thanksgiving and says dinosaurs aren't real with their whole chest. <laughs> I want that to happen so desperately. It's, I don't know what I would do. I think I would just start laughing. I think I would cry laughing. <laughs> like, what do you do? What do you no, say to them? At that point, the only answer is public humiliation. Oh my god. Um, This was one of the ones that was like, out there this is so funny to me so one of the blog posts on the site says that god sent hurricane marcia whatever marcia as punishment to the world after the trailer for jurassic world came out because it perpetrates the idea of dinosaurs and hurricane ida was sent to punish susan because on facebook she posted a shitty meme about dinosaurs not being real see we can all do that yeah we can all do that every natural disaster is now a facebook mom's fault yes and i will draw as many lines as i need to to make (laughs) it make sense they drew one and it was the fact that a dinosaur movie came out in the same year right the same year the same 365 day period yeah not even not even the same month. Not even the same day. No. Bullshit. <laughs> okay. Bullshit. Um like yeah, it's crazy. Scroll through it. It's insane. You you laugh, but then you realize like, oh no, people really put this meme out here and believe the meme. And they're the bad Facebook memes too. It's so good. It's so bad. I hate it. Okay. Back to another one of the videos. Are you ready for the title of this video? This is why Adam walked up mad. He watched part of the video with me. Disproving dinosaurs with aerodynamics. Please tell me how they (laughs) managed to do that. What fucking aerodynamics textbook? How? Aerodynamics are planes. I mean, it's flight of anything and... But there were things that flew once upon a time. <laughs> okay, so we'll start off. It's a I'm ready. It's a woman presenting the video. Um, she is. She introduces the videos. Adam walked away in the very beginning of the video because she's saying some like super like like we said rightist right. kind of stuff, Wing. like saying this is Nonsense. the liberals wanting you to believe this. Um. And other stuff, and then kind of, like, says, it's not great, but none of this is great. But we'll jump into the dinosaur part about it. 
she's she brings up this dinosaur called a pterosaur, which it's a she says is a flying dinosaur. A pterosaur, not a dinosaur. It's a reptile that lived at the same time as the dinosaurs. But if we ignore the fact that it's not a dinosaur, okay. That's her specimen she's arguing. Which is not a dinosaur. That's not a dinosaur. I love that. It, it's very remnant of the dolphin fetus. It's not, yeah. It's just not a dinosaur. It is a reptile. Um, a flying reptile. Not a dinosaur. Um, okay. She claims this reptile, that's not a dinosaur, it has leather wings, right? It has leathery wings as what it's flying with. It's not feathers, or at least that's what, like, you know, that's what we believe. You've seen a pteranodon and a pterosaur. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bats, almost. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like skin wings. She's saying that because the wings are leather, they can't fly. But like you said, bats have leather wings. Oh, wait, that's her whole argument? Yes. Oh, so she's just stupid. Does she not think bats exist? Unclear. Okay. I would like to email her and ask. <laughs> People, there's for interviews, like phone call interviews. This lady's crazy. Hi, friend. Do bats <laughs> exist? I'm confused because, like, your experiment said no, but, like, I see a bat right now. Yeah. So what do I do with that information? Shit's kind of cute, too. So <laughs> I'm inclined to believe it's real. Um, okay. So I'm going to sum up the experiment for you. They go to the top of a building and they drop a kite and the kite glides, and they, they see how much it falls every few seconds to see how long it glides for. Okay. Kind of thing. Cool. Okay. So then the next thing they do is they put a leather jacket on a kite and drop the kite from the building, and the kite falls faster, like you would believe. So since the kite with the leather jacket fell faster, it means leather can't fly i'm gonna slam my head into a car door so how do bats fly let's go over this real quick for the class yeah they flap their wings like a Up kite can't down. do also it Up wasn't a leather down. kite it was specifically a leather jacket on a kite there's no way that's real you have little pictures drawn and was citing stuff and I think this was trying to show something else. Like, it wasn't her experiment. So maybe it was for something else, but she wildly out of context. Which is, like, the whole... So a lot of their videos were like this. It was, like, the cup, the broken cup, or the dropping the kite. It's super out of context, very one-dimensional. It's like the... What were we saying? Oh, snails are small and weak dinosaurs are big if snails can survive so can dinosaurs you're you ignore every other factor at that point Literally. they ignore every other factor that's all of the experiments that are quote-unquote peer-reviewed but it's people who think the same way i'm like gonna they put were, a leather jacket on a bird see how much it can fly see what he does he, he will die just look at a bat there's the huge fox bats. You can you can no, even argue literally. that size doesn't matter. And I'm sure there's another animal. I'm just not thinking about it. I mean, those fox bats are as wide like, as a car. Leathery wings is not a new thing. No. And it's also not a dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> if she can say dinosaurs aren't real, I can say that dragons were. Mm-hmm. Dragons? 
a lot of people say use dragons as the example like if dragons are real then why would dinosaurs be because they're both big lizard-like things ah uh, yeah that makes sense that carries perfect logic no <laughs> one was fictional if she can say dinosaurs aren't real i can say with my whole chest that unicorns are why because i think god would create something like that right why? Because I said so. And if you tell me it's not, it's a hate crime. Yeah. But like, I'm that... going to start shutting down conservative arguments that way. Yeah. No, that card flabbergasted. It's crazy. And all very hypocritical and all very just you choose to be ignorant. You're choosing to ignore the facts that would disprove what you're trying to say and only include the ones that prove it. And that card is also a felony. That's just misinformation and, like you said, a felony. Will I be printing it out and putting it in my wallet? Absolutely, but it is a felony. It all boils down to the fact that the the big 2,000-year-old book of ethics forgot to mention the big lizards. Mm-hmm. So they can't possibly be real. The book that's telling me to be nice to people didn't... It doesn't need to. Also, you shouldn't have to be told to be nice. Another wild theory. Still religious. Uh, some people believe that the devil came up, brought some bones with him, <laughs> and planted the fossils in the ground so people would find them, and it was a test of fate to see if they would stop believing in creationism because of the fossils. So at this point, some of them have come to the, the like come to terms with the fact that we found bones in the ground, but they were like, no, 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 but that the devil put them there. It wasn't dying dinosaurs. So you're telling me the goat man from the underworld is real, but not the dinosaurs. And not only that, <laughs> but that he came up out of the ground, picked up went- some bones. On a reverse archaeology trip. <laughs> Just bury things. To bury random shit in the ground. So that God could know if we trusted him. He didn't write about the the big dinosaurs in the book. Why would this be a trust of faith? Because they're not there? So are we just supposed to assume that everything that's not in the Bible is a test of faith? Flat screen TVs, microwave popcorn. I mean, we can get into the the hypocrisy of religion as a whole. It's like no, but that piercing your specifically ears and getting tattoos is against the Bible. But how many people have a? Where does it a, say that? How many? How many people have uh, crosses tattooed on their chest or like God loves America? It, it's the bodily harm one. You can't you Uh-oh. can't hurt your body. You can't purposely put holes in your ears. A middle-aged white woman with diamond earrings in has no problem telling you you've sinned. Because it's pick and choose. But also, <laughs> I'm once again, I'm trying to pick apart the logic. You just can't. But are they it's saying... It's not logic. Are they saying that it's a test of faith because dinosaurs aren't in the Bible? They're saying it's a test of faith because it's against creationalism. Even though the people that found them were creationalists. That was the other response. Why is it against creationism? Why couldn't God make the dinosaurs? Why did you have to come first, Kevin? Because, the, because now that the fact that we can prove evolution through the dinosaurs 
Now is when they argue the dinosaurs. When they found the dinosaurs in the like mid 1800s, or when they coined the term dinosaur, they didn't have the proof to show that birds came after dinosaurs. Right. Birds were still their own thing. Okay. So now that we can prove that birds came from dinosaurs, now dinosaurs are a threat, and now dinosaurs are attacked instead of celebrated like they were by the by other creationists. Once it once it becomes proof to something else, it's no longer viable. Even if you believed it before. Um, the other version of that is that the scientists put them there to peddle the idea of evolution. So it wasn't the devil who did it, but people who believed in evolution. Made fake bones. Made fake bones. Or carved bones out of the rock. Um, again... It's okay to be religious. Do your own thing. What's not okay is to be ignorant in the age of information. That it's a choice. It Yeah. Yeah, it's a choice. If you be, if you choose to not believe the fact that is presented to you, that is a problem. That is dangerous. You can be religious. You can believe that God made the dinosaurs if you want. Does not bother me to sit down and say that didn't happen, even though you can prove it, because it disagrees with my book. But even if you take that, the rel- I'm also misinterpreting by most of the other people in this religion. Yeah, it's definition. But even if you take the religion out of it completely, because yes. it's if you remove the religion from it, it is literally just another insane conspiracy theory with little to no ground. And you're choosing. It's a choice to believe that shit. And it comes from, also, if you're not looking at the religious side of it, there is a lot of arguments within paleontology. Right. Not about the fact that the fossils they found are right, but that they're misinterpreting something like, not all paleontologists believe that birds came from dinosaurs. Not all paleontologists believe that this dinosaur looks like this. That's a big one. That one's always in the media. Yeah. What that they, they skin and bone the dinosaurs. But... It's one thing to argue ambiguity and then to denounce something that's ambiguous. Yeah. There was a book talking about, like, you can't prove a negative hypothesis. You can't say dinosaurs don't exist. Mm -hmm. You can only support hypothesis. And you can't prove a hypothesis either. Yeah. You can support or you can say that your finding denounces. Right. You can't say something doesn't exist. You can only have support that something does. Right. So when a lot of these arguments are, first of all, one experiment that's very one-dimensional and out of context. Right. You could repeat it, but you're looking at the wrong thing. You're looking at the wrong, you're getting the wrong data from it. You're not even that. You're getting the right data. Yes. A kite with a leather jacket's going to fall faster. Right, but you're trying to prove that. You're analyzing it all wrong. Exactly. So it doesn't matter how many experiments you do. It doesn't matter how many times you repeat those experiments or how many people who think like you peer review them. If you're, if you're just ignorant and you're looking at it in the wrong light, you're going to get the answer you want every time. Right. Because every time it's not your answer, you're going to throw it in the trash and pretend it never happened. And it's the, but it is exactly this. With all of these conspiracy theories, the wilder and more out there they get, the further detached from de- reality, like, that fucking chart that we talked about last time is the perfect diagram because once you cross the threshold of science denial, 
you're going to pretty much believe all of those. Yes. Like, because at that point, you are willfully choosing to... Like you said, deny science. And they're also... But, like, I'm trying to... Why? To prove... Because, like, how a lot of those are anti-Semitic. Right, it's like, that's what I'm thinking. Because it's not not all of these. It's to prove that it's you're trying so hard to prove that your religion is the right one. So you're gonna like try to back it up with all of this stuff. You're gonna say creationism's real, dinosaurs aren't. This like you're gonna you're gonna talk the science mumbo jumbo to look like you know what you're talking about. Is what these people's whole idea is. They're like, right. look at our peer reviewed scientific. It's I'm not calling it that. That's what they call it on yeah. their website and on their Facebook. They're like, check out our peer-reviewed scientific experiments. We have journals published on them. And they're trying to make it as believable as the facts, but it's just not. And anyone who... I'm trying to think of a way to say this. If you're smart, you know they're wrong. Like, it's... You know that. But it's like all of these, all of these science denial conspiracy theories. The only other ones that are coming to my mind are the hollow earth, anti-vaxxers covid's not real like the weird ones not all of those are religious based no not all of those are like ah yes because of this because this one is hollow earth was for the most part not hollow earth wasn't anti-vaxxers aren't a religious thing Mm -mm. or maybe there is some people who take it in religious mm -hmm. light but for the most part it comes from a misinterpreted uh it was an experiment done on 12 kids. Like, your sample pool wasn't big enough. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest uh, supporting pieces of evidence for it. Yeah. Well, the first thing they teach you in any stats class is you have to have a sample of 30 or more. Mm-hmm. And your your sample error, like, the more likely, like, literally, it's just math. The more likely the error, the smaller the sample pool. Mm-hmm. And you cannot trust anything that doesn't have a 95% like probability rate mm-hmm. which means you need a sample of at least a few hundred like that's just basic math but when it comes to shit like that it doesn't have to be religious oriented and if it denies science right religiously motivated or not that that's what I, the word i was looking for like doesn't matter the motivation if you're denying science you are by default wrong and you're, you're choosing you're you're the only reason you'd be doing it is to promote an agenda that kind of thing well said <laughs> thank you but that is the truth <laughs> i'm just mad because i like dinosaurs but even then you're you're gonna deny science not because you most of the time it's not because you actually believe it to an extent or when i say you i mean like have you have you watched the lularoe documentary Mm-mm. okay lularoe's a pyramid scheme yes right we yes. know that they were sued by the state of washington yes in the documentary, it talked about how with MLMs specifically and pyramid schemes specifically, it's people who get in early who do well, right? It's mm-hmm. the first few rows of the pyramid who do who, yes. who do well and then control the bottom of it. And that's kind of what I would equate this to because the first few people who really promote something on the internet or outside are going to get to decide the narrative. And from there on, everybody else is a mindless peon who is going to follow because Craig down the street, who I trust, told me. Yeah. And it's literally, um, what's the word? Not a conversation leader. Opinion leader. 
opinion oh, leaders opinion. in communications classes. They teach you that if somebody in your friend group is loud and presents what they think is fact, they're more likely to influence you because you trust them. And it's like, it's not because you, Barbara, down the street, did all the, si- did all the research to think about why dinosaurs aren't real. It's because someone on the internet told you to think that way. Yeah, you didn't come to that conclusion. And the irony... I want to point out the fact that it's... Again, big disclaimer. I'm not dissing you if you believe in a religion. It's cool. No, Do you... Do you... I want to, like, make that super clear. That we're not talking about anyone who believes in a religion. It's the people... Both of our parents are very religious. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it... And it's not a bad thing. No, it's totally... It's totally fine. Like... I don't mind it at all. I don't mind having conversations about it. It's when someone uses, when they weaponize it. It's an agenda. Yes. You can't. And religion is just the most obvious one. Because there are so many other different organizations who perpetuate misinformation. But the biggest one that links all of them seems to be religious values. Yes. That are misconstrued. Like, you're going to take this thing and say because i'm a christian man and i believe in the bible but i also believe dinosaurs don't exist that means you should trust me if you also believe in the bible yeah it's 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 not even that they're saying you have to it's you go to church you meet these people these people become the most trusted people yeah you just trust them because you have a similar you become friends that and so like you said when john down the street is like dude i've been reading up on dinosaurs and since the earth is only six thousand years old they can't exist and you don't know anything about when the dinosaurs existed but john sounds pretty smart that so i'm gonna believe him i trust john and then it just goes down the line everything about it is so ironic because they're going to say things that like these people who believe in dinosaurs are all sheep because they're taught dinosaurs in school, so you're just going to believe it when in reality this is God's great test or whatever. And it's like, no, you're you're believing that dinosaurs aren't real because someone told you to think that way. Yes. That's insane. That I cannot. I'm heated. No, I, like, I laughed through it the whole time. Angry. No. Angry, angry. And I love conspiracy theories. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> dinosaurs are real. I am not religious. I do believe in dinosaurs. I will be printing out that card i'm so serious i'm gonna start handing them out on campus like that is the funniest thing in the whole fucking world to me because it's literally a felony like and and the reason why no one cares is because why would they you're saying dinosaurs don't exist every like reading that you stumble across across that facebook all half the comments were like this is so funny i'm scrolling through this and laughing you just get laughed at. But then when you look into it, like we said, it's super dangerous. They were hiding books in the library. They're teaching kids because of the uh, lockdown. They're homeschooling them. So they're pushing the belief. Now this kid's going to go out and tell his friend Timmy, who doesn't pay attention much in class, say, hey, Timmy, I learned this. And Timmy's going to go home and tell his parents. And his parents, super religious, believe in creation, believe in the young earth theory. That fits right in. So they're just going to, like, it'll spread like wildfire. And you're not going to know it, and it is a small group, but it's still, it's enough to be like, what else can I get you to believe? No, if, I can, if I can spin your religion enough to prove it, I can, I have full power over you. But it, Because I can make you believe anything I want. 
it's literally that thing that I, that I just said with the TikTok. Like, you, you dip your toe into one, and immediately it's going to force feed you as many things as it can. You believe in one insane science denial theory, and you believe in all of them. And that's why you cannot argue with these people. That, yeah, they won't hear. It's impossible. It, and it, at this point, it's like you, you can't even bother to try because, you, because you're going to say, okay, dinosaurs are real, though. And they're going to say, but the Earth is flat. Like, it's just a, such a logic, it's such a jump of logic that at this point, it's a I fantasy. think it was a Tumblr post. If anyone comes at you, just start barking. And they're, they're like... If someone tells you, no, that, <laughs> do that, just scream. Or if someone comes up to you and is like, you know, the moon landing was fake. Just laugh at them and be like, you still believe in the moon? No, I you love that shit. You can make them shit. do anything. I you literally have full shit. power over it. It's literally gaslighting. You still believe in the moon? Like, if you don't believe in dinosaurs. My favorite thing right now. You deserve to be gaslit. You know what? I think I preferred that ending. <laughs> If you don't believe in dinosaurs, you deserve to be gaslit. Um, okay. To all of our followers, I love you very much. And if you don't believe in fo- in dinosaurs, please just leave the Discord. <laughs> you can stop listening. This content is this not This is an you. invitation. Here, um, and we I- do not accept dinosaur slander on this podcast. Anything above the science denial level of the conspiracy chart, I will make fun of. And if that is triggering content to you, consider this your warning. I will never apologize. Exempt from dinosaurs. That's literally a felony. (laughs) You cannot put that symbol. Oh my god. Okay, anyway. I updated my Google Drive folders. Um, I guarantee you Emily hasn't. Nope. (laughs) Have not. Um, I'll do it. My Google Drive stuff, though, is updated. I don't know about M's. But you can access our Google Drive with all pictures from every episode um, through a link in our Discord or the link in our... Don't call paleontology science if we aren't allowed to question it. Call it a belief system. Call it a religion. Call it a cult. But stop calling it a science. You are allowed to question it. That's the point. (laughs) What... I want to talk about that after we get off, though. Hold on. Put a pin in it. Got it. Um, uh, If you are new to the podcast and you don't know how to access the Discord or, like, our TikTok or anything, everything is available in a link tree in our bio. Um, please come join the Discord. We have a good time. Discord. I sounded like I was from Wisconsin. <laughs> um, We do want to play Minecraft. We were talking about that today. Um, our Google Drive is available through our Discord, but also through the link tree. You can see pictures from everything. Um, we are Morbid and Mundane on Instagram and TikTok. Our TikTok is kind of old, though. We haven't updated it recently, but I'm going to. I'm making new ones, and they're so fun. There's a lot of new ones. They just they we- just haven't been posted yet. Yeah. Because I'm trying to stack up so yeah. that there won't be a long gap next time. Emily's building her computer, too, so hopefully we'll be able to have two editors again. Um, life sucks, and then you die. And don't forget that. Dinosaurs are real. And they already died. So don't think that you won't won't be next. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Good night. Bye.